family this is mistress money behind the queens of crypto i've got my trusty sidekick carmen over there looks like she's rugging i don't know is she rugging that's what she gets for not being at home out in beautiful la enjoying warm weather good food good smoke and leaving me at home i suppose i should fix her mic so she should say hello maybe maybe i should fix it should I fix it? Escape verse. It's either Danny or Christine behind the escape verse profile picture. So, you know, if they put up a thumbs up, maybe I'll fix your mic for you, Carmen. Or we could just consider it punishment for sending me those beautiful pictures of food and everything else. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to remove it. And then I'm going to send it again, Carmen. 
Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Daddy says fix it, so. <laughs> there we go. Try it now, Carmen. Is that working for you? I wonder. There we go. Hi, darling. How are you? Are you able to talk? It's awfully lonely up here, guys. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Are you able to talk? Yes? No? Maybe? No? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hey, Danny. What's going on, buddy? I am doing good. How are you doing? I am in fine spirits, man. You know how it is. I um, woke up today. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I I love the the song you started with. Um, Selena Gomez is an absolute queen. Uh, yes. Um, at least to me, so I really like the song. Yeah, I like to start off with a little bit of music, get the right vibe, the right mindset going. Um, you know, how how are things going on with you guys? I I, I thank you again for always supporting and and, and showing up. It, it it it's appreciated. Um, I did not get to make the escape verse when you guys had it for um Voodoo Labs, but I heard it was an absolute blast um everybody had a lot of fun i know jane couldn't stop raving about it how's it been since then it has been wonderful we have actually had some other um communities try out the game and they uh they said it was a lot of fun and we are so excited because we need all the hype we can get getting close to mint which is in about less than two weeks now Nice, nice. I'm gonna go ahead and pin. Um, let's see, not your giveaway. What's your mint info? Oh, we <laughs> we haven't. Uh, we were supposed to have a space today or tomorrow to kind of release all the info. Um, but if you're looking for something to pin, it yeah. could be our demo video. Yeah, where's that? We'll put that up. Yeah, uh, let me. Um, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. You know, I'm a fan not only because um, you're marrying it to the blockchain, but but also because it exists in real life as well, right? Yes, and that is that is one thing I also really like about the, the idea behind it. Um, the way Christine kind of. Uh, is is integrating her web two business into web three. I think it's it's absolutely awesome. Um, these are you know we do the 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 Wednesday BGN cocktail hour show. I don't record those. Um, we do record the Thursday show, and I do put them up on the podcast. Um, the results. Um, I don't know if you could see it. I don't think you guys can see that, right? Um. Like uh, like the analytics on it. The episode that we have with you guys on there, that's our heavy. Uh, that's our heaviest download. The the one for last week. Um, was it last week? Um, no, because I had um, 
I did uh, all four episodes are on the podcast right now. And it was the one that I pinned and I sent I sent to Christine. I sent it to Christine. Oh, she did not tell me about she didn't that. Tell I, you. I tried to catch her spaces. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> uh, I I tried to catch her spaces when there, uh, when I get the the invite or the notification. Um, so I just I just pop in when I see them. Yeah, it it's one of our more popular um, podcasts. Um, hi, Carmen. I don't know if you can you can speak now. Uh oh, Carmen is driving somewhere and and um, has some bad connections um and i am gleeful <laughs> that she's having any type of issues because she left me at home she left me at home she left me at home um Alturo, if you're able to speak i'll send you a speaker invite always love to hear from you buddy i see my buddy token trip oh he dropped off we seem to be getting rugged a lot today Amanda. Uh, good morning. Out? Yes. Good morning, love. How are Hi. you? Hi. You know, I had to take one hat off, and now I got the other hat on. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we wear a, a like plethora to... of hats. So This is what we do. This is what we do. Um, it comes natural, right? Is, is this where I slide in the fact that women, women run things? <laughs> um, right. Hence <laughs> the name. I think this is where I... <laughs> where, I, where I put that in? Yes, wow. yes, that's a, a a nice smooth transition. It seems like we are getting rubbed a lot. Um, people keep popping up um, in and out. I wonder what's going on. Me or you? Anybody? Anybody else having issues with Twitter this morning? Yeah, I was getting kicked out. You getting kicked out? I was. Yeah, we'll just share the room and give it a minute. Um, we have um, Mary Jane from Slippery Fish um, supposed to be popping in shortly, and then um, Cicada from from Hedge Money. Um, but let's 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 catch up. Wonderful. Yeah, let's let's catch up. I see. Um, I don't know if my my guy with pocket cows can talk, which I'm I'm currently cheating on them. With, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently cheating on pocket cows with. Um, the most adorable picture. You, 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 you've got to blame her. First of all, you've got to blame her for sending me the picture. But did you not see that little alpaca? He's got so much personality in the face, man. Alpaca. Oh, uh, yeah, I posted a picture of it. Do you have a thing for alpacas? I, I don't. I, it's just, look, take a look at the picture. He's got so much personality. Now, I told you, yeah. my pocket cow is very sedity. She's single. Um, she owns her own business. Um. <laughs> A whole situation. She has a whole situation going on. <laughs> she wants to date, but you know, the 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 pocket cows that, that have been sending her um date requests, you know, one had a snotty nose, the other one looked like <laughs> the backstory yeah. for me though. <laughs> yeah. Um we, we need to have I wonder if I could um talk Altura into doing that to have a pocket cow dating series. Oh, that would be hilarious. They've got their own thing going on. I don't know what's going on with... We're just having a terrible, terrible time today, man. All right, Carmen, you want me to try again? I'm going to send an invite to speak, not co-host this time. Let's see if that works. 
Amanda, I'm going to mute myself for a minute if you can share with everyone a little bit about your background so I can get a hold of our guests for today. That would be great. And and um and why we just kind of nabbed you up for the Queens of Crypto, right? Because you're phenomenal. Uh oh, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. I think she's rugging. She's rugging too. Good old Twitter. Good old Twitter. So how how can we? So so let me ask you this, Danny. How can we participate? I, I'll I'll drop. Should I drop a little alpha on the Queens of Crypto? It's just us. This is being recorded. Um. Oh, let me. I ask would you. definitely love uh, some alpha. You, <laughs> um, we we've we've got an NFT project coming out, <laughs> um, called um, Front Row Pass. I definitely definitely have to have um an escape ex- verse event. I have to, I have to. And we definitely have to get you guys to help with an event. It, yeah. it's it will be our pleasure, honestly. Let's see who we have here. Oh my gosh, everybody's working so badly. I wonder if I should end the space and, and start again. Uh, I hate doing that because then the link. Here's Carmen again at a speaker. How's it now, Carmen? Are you able to try speaking now? And this is what happens in live Twitter spaces, guys. Technical difficulties. Please bear with us as we try to get it together. Um, we're giving away a Kevin Hart um, Confessions from the Heart NFT today as well, guys. Um, so just bear with us. Bear with us. I'm going to put a little bit of music on um, and try to get my co-host and my guest speakers um, connected and see what's going on with them. So bear with us. Okay, guys?
right. Um, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. We're going to try for it. Um, I got my buddy El Turo um, with Pocket Cows. I just sent him an invite to speak. Hopefully he can accept it. Get us updated on what's going on with Pocket Cows. Um, and I think I see Eric from that with Slippery Fish. I'm waiting on Mary Jane to join us, Eric. Um, I invited you to speak as well if you if 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 you can accept. Um, but I'm really looking forward to hearing from Mary Jane and, and Slippery Fish. I have been stalking you guys' art for quite some time. I have to say that I am a proud OG token holder. Um, I can't believe your artist is a tattoo artist. Um, the work is just phenomenal. Like you, you looking at it, um, <laughs> I, w I wanna have a virtual aquarium with every single NFT of Slippery Fish there is. Uh, it's just so beautiful and cleanly done. Like uh, how do you take a fish and make it look so exceptional. Um, and your artists have done that really well. So I'm really looking forward to hearing from, from Mary Jane. So guys, please bear with us, be a little patient as I get her up. But I do have my buddy El Turo from Pocket Cows to give us an update. Um, you know I'm a proud holder, so I'm always gonna speak on that community uh, because they exemplify all that um, Queens of Crypto is about, right? Um, they always show up and support. Not only that, um, the community is really strong um, they don't go with that tribal mentality. They're always open and, uh, and embraceive of, of other communities and supporting. Um, so what's good with us, El Toro? What's going on? Not much. Just same old, just trucking along, grinding it out, uh, you know, constantly working in the back burner. Uh, in the last 30 days, we've uh, updated our website. We, uh, we added a lot more educational pieces, changed the format, the loading time, the efficiency of it. Uh, moving on to the game, we uploaded our updated our game tremendously. We have new levels, we have new characters. We did like the graveyard theme for Halloween, a laboratory. Um, we implemented a forest. We got a ghost character, so the game is coming along really well. Um, we just renegotiated with our lead artist for more time availability. So in the next two weeks, the next fourteen days. Uh, we will be actually unloading a lot more updates in the game because we're at the point with the game where we're only just lacking the artwork, all the back-end stuff, the development has already been done. So that's a great thing to say. And then last but not least... Uh, excuse me? <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, and last but not least, we uh, we updated our pasture. You know, we have the pasture V2 that's already launched. We didn't even tell guys anybody that we were working on it till we got close to releasing it. But now with the V2, you can see exactly how much Ethereum you're accumulating. And now you can claim it at any given time versus waiting on the contract to automatically reach a certain limit to distribute. This is way more sustainable. And Wait, it's... wait, wait, El, El Turo. Am I supposed to send my cow to pasture? Uh, yeah, I mean... I can't tell you what to do, but yeah, if you if you send your cow to pasture, you'll be able to get. So what what we're seeing now is, we already have secondary market transactions already. We're already making secondary sales as we're minting out, and uh, perfect timing that the V two launch. So because it's allowed everybody to see that oh wow this thing really works. Like we're accumulating Ethereum. So the mm -hmm. highest cow that was sold on secondary sale was a point three ETH, which was about three hundred eighty four dollars. And uh, everybody in the pasture at that time got a portion of that. So, you know, definitely uh, 
I would advise if you want if if the pasture is something you want to get involved in and you want to do, I would definitely do it while we're minting out versus while waiting till after. Out. I was going to I was going to wait and and because I want my my eventual goal is five pocket cows so that I can put one to pasture and then have my pair for the baby cow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of like Mr. Diddy. Miss Miss I don't Mr. Diddy is a rare. She's a rare. Maybe yeah. I need one and put that one to pasture. Mr. Diddy is rare though. Yeah, be very strategic. I mean, you know, when it comes to it, you know, it's, the baby cows are totally based on the properties and traits of their parents. So, mm-hmm. um maybe I I I usually try to convince my uh, my community that the first cow you meant to keep that one because it's kind of like I tie that to you guys, but um you know, it's up to you guys, whatever you want to do. Um, but it's been great. We've been hitting all strides. We're just really just cleaning house before the year's out so that we can like open up 2023 to focus on new utility, new products, and just keep adding more value to our ecosystem. I love that. I love that. Uh, thank you for the update. I don't get a, a chance to be active in the discord very much. So I always love it when you show up and, and can let me know what's going on. Um, I still have yet to play the game. Don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me i still have yet to play the game um but i do know that i did check the website update and it looks it looks really amazing it really does um and i love that you guys continue to build and work on it and and i got it i got a little bit of a fangirl crush here guys um i will freely admit it mary jane um in the discord of slippery fish is one of the most amazing women that i've come across She's very engaging. I love that she's rocking her personal profile here. Um, but, you know, and, and you, you get into the show things and, and you see all these great projects coming out. Um, but when I first came across Slippery Fish, it was really the art. And I will say this, um, art is still the first utility of an NFT because it's what's attract you um, to any project, right? And I just saw the art and was so captivated by it, got in their Discord found out that their their creator is a tattoo artist I'm like man and I don't have any tattoos I don't own any tattoos I I have a thing for needles so that probably will never have a tattoo but I would tattoo a slippy fish on my body that's how cool these things are I will tell you that that's how cool these things are so I'm super excited to be talking to her plus you know let's let's be honest guys it's another woman in this space right we're a rare breed um and we do like to support each other um, that being said, welcome, Mary. How are you? Hi, hi. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Wow, I need to bring her everywhere with me, y'all. And just like take her around. That's great like, man. I know. What is going on with this? I didn't know you were this good. I mean, I need to come by around more often. No, I just... <laughs> I appreciate that introduction. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly so swamped with the spaces that we, you know, do and uh, the ones that I hop in time to time. And it's sometimes hard to get into other spaces. But, you know, it's a blessing that you reminded me because I'm not going to lie. It sadly slipped my mind. Um, just with I homeschool my son. So it's a lot of uh, a lot of work. And sometimes during the weeks, it's just a little bit harder than others. But yes, I mean, I'm really glad that you came about on Slippery Fish. And now I'm able to meet another queen we are a rare breed in this space. And, um, you know, sometimes we just have to work a little bit harder. I mean, I've, I've worked with a little bit, you know, a couple other males and, you know, certain projects or just coming in certain communities. Sometimes. And it's a little hard. It's a little harder. <laughs> sometimes we have to work a little harder. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, I mean, sometimes we get around these people that are super awesome, um, you know, and like projects like I've been a part of that have been very welcoming and listening to what I have to say, as opposed to some, they come in there, they're like, who are you? You know, I'm not yeah. gonna listen to you. And it's like, well, F you too, then damn it. Like, <laughs> I got some smart ideas. And if you don't want to come and take them, I don't know what to tell you, because I can teach you some stuff as well. You know, we're all, so we I all have different myself. knowledge. That's a fact, Mary. That's a fact. And and one of the things, um, you know, that we do differently on the Queens Equipped, particularly on the Thursday space, the Thursday space is all about that intimate setting, um, getting to know the people behind the project. These are the episodes that we upload to our podcast. Um, and the reason for that is um, I, I, I have two categories that I myself invest in, um, things that I buy and I, I just like. I don't care about the value. I just like it. Um, and so, you know, I'll, I'll mint. And then the things that I mint and I hold on to, right? Um, things like pocket cows, things like crazy eggs. Um, these are projects that are building long-term. Um, and that was one of the things that I was so surprised with Slippery Fish because when I looked at it originally, it was all about the art. Um, and I, I am lucky and I have to say it's, it's, it's luck, right? Because you guys only made it a small batch of it. I, I hold an OG token. Um, and I looked at the floor and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right? I mean, like, really fortunate. And I looked at the floor price and I'm like, wow. Um, but it just goes to showcase the value. And another key point that you talked about is, you know, being a fangirl of other women in this space is important. And why is it, it's important is, is that that being comfortable and being who you are. One of the things that I disliked after being in this space for, for a long time, I never used to rock a female profile icon. The DMs that I got, <laughs> the DMs that I got, let me just say, um, they're interesting, right? They are. Yeah. And you know, and, and you know, and it's really hard too to find a good like female profile picture. Um, I love like these death girls. I'm wearing those, and then I just I changed mine earlier. Um, and the one that I changed it to, I don't know if it's appearing. It's the um, Harley Quinn with a fish on it. That's from a GIF that our head mod made. You know, because I just thought it was cute, and uh, you know, it's nice to like because you do see a lot of male dominant profile pictures. So when I see like a, a female one, I'm like, ooh, like I really like the one that you have there. You're logo um it is really nice carmen created her i i absolutely am so in love with our, our our logo carmen helped me out in creating her um and, and it's the truth you notice in her sunglasses it's actually the arrow it's the it's the 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 graph from 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 um trading that's what's in her reflected in her glasses right and she's oh i see it now <laughs> I just zoomed in on it. So it's cool. Yeah, because I'm a big skull fan. So anything like skull type, I'm like, uh, I drool. So when I saw that, I was like, oh. but I do see that. That's cute. How cute. I love little details. You go, Carmen. You go. <laughs> um, but, you know, the big part of, of doing a Thursday space as well, um, we've got some really, really solid people behind us, right? Um, Corey Bites. Um, they're behind our, our soon-to-be NFT project, which which we're really excited about. Um, it's probably going to kill me for putting that out here so early. Um, but it's all about being able to onboard people into this space. And here's the difference. When you do those big, massive shows, um, that's about pumping your bag. I want to be able to get behind a team that's building. I want to be able to get behind a team 
that is doing the work, right? Um, it doesn't matter if they come in with loads of money or they're bootstrapping, it's about the build and people that are adding value to Web3. We're all in this to make money, make no mistake about that. Um, but I'm also about social responsibility, meaning what do you do with that profit that you earn? Um, and it's not about giving a man a fish, but it's about teaching a man a fish. Um, and that's what knowledge is. Um, you know, the things that I have learned, I am happy with sharing because if I make you a more informed investor, you're more likely to share about being involved in crypto with others around you if I make it a pleasant experience, if I make it where the knowledge that you gain benefits you, right? You're more likely to share that. And that's why I'm a fan of those projects that continue to build, that continue to support community to community um, because it, it, it's necessary in the space. Mass adoption is not going to suddenly happen one day. We have to be committed to doing that. Right? As project owners, as um, team members, as community members, we have to be dedicated to helping onboard people in a safe and smart manner into this space. So that's a big part of what we do. And I, I just, did, did they, oh, he dropped off. Viz was, was here um, because I, I love <laughs> the pot lady, your banner on Twitter, right? <laughs> but I came across these guys um, last week, um, Steezy, what the fuck? NFT project. <laughs> it's all about the smoke. And I figured he would have loved seeing your banner where it says the pot lady. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because that's like my, um, um, it says Mary there, but if you click it, yeah, it's pot lady. And uh, it's actually funny because I got that name. Um, I was trying to think of a gamer name, right? And this was when COVID hit real hard. I used to game when I was younger and I was like, oh, I'm bored. Like, I want to do something, right? Like, we can't go out, right? Can't do anything. I have a little one. What do I do? So I was like, I'm going to download call of duty so i downloaded that and i just got obsessed and i put my name like um mama something and then i was like yo these people are gonna troll me because my name is mama so i was like i'm gonna change that so that's where the pot lady uh, originated from a couple years ago and since then i just haven't taken it away and most people actually seem to enjoy it so i'm happy about it but yeah i'm a i am a marijuana smoker um I like it personally, but that's not anything we push on anyone, you know, when it comes to the project. But when it comes personally, I do like to smoke. Our founder also, his name is Dab, so go figure. He also uh, does <laughs> like to take some dabs and smoke as well. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it was pretty cool that we relate to that. But I mean, honestly, if I take a good hit and I just focus on something, I can make like a wicked like flyer or a wicked like just like I can just put something together super cool. But, you know, I also have a lot of background noise a lot of things personally that I have going on with my life and um, you know some days are harder than others and uh, it does personally give a nice relief to me to help me relax so that's one of the reasons why you know I personally do it well I like that you talk about that right um, for me um, cannabis has been instrumental in helping my twins they're neurodivergent um, and for a long time uh, the biggest problem my son had was how his medication made him feel and he used Concerta and, and it was a big dose and you could literally see the difference. Um, and we got really, really, really lucky with the therapist that we had. And she said, have you considered cannabis? Um, and you know, I was old school, man. You trying to get my kids high? <laughs> you know, it was, it was really old school. I was like, what you trying to get my kids high? Um, but she was really well informed. Um, and the difference when you talk about being able to focus, cause he, his diagnosis was ADHD. ODD and on the autism spectrum. Um, 
it, and I hated how his personality was dulled down every time he had to take his meds. Um, and you could see the remarkable difference when we switched him over to cannabis. Um, he, re he retained his personality, but his focus um, was really there. And he gets very creative. He's always very creative. Um, you know, so it's, it's been for us just in terms of the relief that he has gotten. Uh, I am a fan. I am a big fan. Now, I'm ADHD myself. Um, I just can't handle the head high. I can't. But the edibles work really well with my body pain, and, and um, I take a lower dose. Uh, but you're right, because one of the things being ADHD is that you kind of hyper-focus on a lot of different things all at the same time. It's kind of like our superpower, right? Um, so I do like how it puts me in a relaxed frame of mind where I can focus, I can get that tunnel vision, but it's not so obsessive. Um, and that's one of the things, right? You get so obsessive that all you do eight hours later, I'm still working on the same thing, haven't eaten, haven't taken a break. Um, by doing it differently, not taking um, the medication prescribed, uh, and this is a personal choice for anyone listening, um, and switching it over to something that was more natural to my body, I can take those breaks. I can get up and walk away and don't feel like, oh my God, what did I just do? I need to work on this. Um, it makes a difference for me. Yeah, and definitely. There's also a difference between, you know, with the marijuana, there's THC, there's CBD as well. So there's different, you know, things that are beneficial as well. And, you know, it's a lot better to me personally to do something, you know, again, like this is the personal, you know, preference. But, you know, with marijuana, at least I, I don't have the, oh, you might uh, get a heart attack. Uh, you might go into a coma and you might have blood pressure and you might um uh, die in two days. But, hey, come take this pill, you know. So, yeah, that's OK. I'm not interested. Uh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So how did you get involved? Well, let's start with how did you get involved in crypto? Like what brought you to this space? Um, I'm very new actually at it. Very, very new. So it's kind of surprising how far I've gone in the past couple of months, um, to be honest. Um, but I just grabbed a hold of it and seemed to just fly. But um, personally, I got into it because um, Dabs, our founder of the Brewfish, is my brother's best friend, as well as uh, the tattoo artist of my brother. So they met originally years ago. I can't even remember. Honestly, it's been probably about eight to 10 years that they've known each other. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, they're really looking for someone that they could trust. Um, they're looking for someone that um, they can just have around where they can trust. Because sadly to say, um, in the beginning, our project was having some issues. A person tried to take all of our information, took the discord, uh, tried to steal from us. And it just, uh, you know, it was a really bad situation. I wasn't there during that time. Um, so my brother said, hey, come check it out. And here I am. I came and checked it out and uh, I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with the project, you know, we were trying to do with it and the connections and the ties and just everything that came around it. I just uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I will tell you, that's one of the things that I really love about the Discord was the laid back feeling. Um, you know, and, and like I said, for me originally, it was just all about the art and then finding out there's so much utility packed behind it. Um, and to know that it was created by a tattoo artist, typical, and I should know this, right? My daughter, Hope, um, she's an artist. She wants to get involved in um, being a tattoo artist. Um, and, and it was really her that educated me. She's like, mom, do you have any idea of how much work it goes into creating a design for a tattoo? I'm like, you're putting something on your body. What do you do, just sketch it out? It's so far <laughs> from the truth, right? It's so far from yes, the truth. Yes, it is. 
and to see you guys building um, and keeping that community spirit going, I am so grateful that I got in when I did with you guys. Um, and if I tell you what happened on Monday, because it's, it was the only, the only project that I actually had on my calendar for Monday, because <laughs> I, right, because remember, you got to mint at a cheaper price. So yes. there I was in the Discord. Um, we remember uh, we were listening to the music, right? Um, yes. And I was chatting with one of the members and you switched over to Twitter and I was in the process of coming over to the Twitter space. And then I don't even remember what it was. I um, mean, the Queens of Crypto, I think Yomi was going back to work. So we need to get some things done. And there it was 24 hours later, missed my win mint window. I'm like, okay, I'll just grab it on the public mint. <laughs> oh, I'll just go see what's on the floor. What the fuck, Mary? Seriously? A point, what, what are you, point zero seven each floor? Like, like, oh my, what, what? we actually <laughs> did lower the price. Um, and, um, we are, um, we did decide to lower it just because of like the market going on. And, um, as well as we like keep doing BOGOs during spaces as well. Oh, so when we man. enter a space, um, we do BOGOs. So like, uh, say if like I join the booze bear space tomorrow, or if I join a Apollo space later today and I decide to shill, I didn't sign up, but you know, I probably can pop in. They'll let me, uh, but if I do something like that, boom, BOGO is going on. So we're doing that more to just kind of just give back to, you know, and, and make it a little bit more reasonable and affordable for people. Cause you know, in the high ends of things, you know, you, you see your artwork and you, and you see it as something important, right. And you want to definitely, uh, be able to, you know, sell it for the cost that you believe that it is right. You know, yeah, um, to, yeah. and, but then not everyone can afford that or, um, just like, there's a lot of things that go around it and the market is really, you know, it's, 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 it's hard for a lot of projects right now. Um, so we did decide to lower the price and do these BOGO deals time to time because yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard for anyone to spend that much, honestly, right now. Yeah. I, I got to get in on one of those BOGO sales, man, but but, you know, talking about the market and where it's at now, um, a lot of people seemed extremely stressed over it. A lot of people are, are taking it hard. Um, and I understand that. I, I understand that. I'm involved in, in quite a few projects. Um, a founder myself, watch my portfolio, lose 80% of his value. Um, but also understanding the mentality of how you invest. Um, there are things that you buy into with the expectation that the team is going to deliver and that takes time everything takes time to build especially those things that are worth investing on because my my investment dollars are precious and they're few so i don't have the funds to just snap up and buy this and buy that um you know i have to weigh what what that is going to mean for me am i am i buying because i like it and it's just something that i want to have or am i buying for something that I expect in the long run, it's gonna pay me a good return. Um, and I think that's where new people coming into the space are really losing out on because the hype um, coming out of COVID into crypto was like, oh my God, you could get in with the Safe Moon guys and, and, and the Doge and, and the Shiba Inu with the expect unrealistic expectation. And this is, uh, let me be clear, this is not knocking these communities. Um, this is simply about buying in for the hype, right? Um, so they created that expectation that you come in, you spend five bucks and you're going to be walking away with 5,000. That's not typically how this space works. Um, you know, it, it, if you're investing, you're understanding that you're investing in a startup. So you have a 50, 50 chance of doing really well. And you also have a 50, 50 chance of losing everything, 
right? So you've got to be smarter about how you invest. Um, and unfortunately, because that was all the hype, real great projects like yourself, like Pocket Cows, like Simi, like Crazy Apes, people that are building um, and providing that value up front are not getting the chance to really nab those investors because it's not the hype. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And, you know, I do see in some projects, too, like that I've been involved with. Um, there was one project that I was involved with and um, they didn't treat me the nicest and it was male dominant. And these people were set, spending like a thousand dollars on these NFTs. There's no utility. Uh, there's nothing. Um, the games that they do is just so you can get the discounted price on the dog. Um, and honestly, what it was is um, whose huevos are bigger than the other, which means who's, you know, like huevos of eggs in Spanish, but we say those as like balls. That's literally what it is, you know, <laughs> whose balls are heavier than other. I need some of those people to come over here, you know, and just slippery fish, y'all. <laughs> Go ahead and fight over these fishes and these tokens, you know. But then the thing is, is though, you're also bringing in a certain type of community in as well, you know, and, the, and these men were disrespectful to, you know, me, for example, a woman. And, um, you know, they, they got mad at me because I won a, a game and they started calling me a B word and um, I left the project after that. But it just amazed me, you know, just there was no utility. There was nothing going on. The games weren't even like you weren't going to win any money. You weren't going to get anything in these, you know, and it's all it's all it's all male dominant, honestly, in that um, in that project. And there's no females around. And if there is, they don't stay along very often. And so there's also a thing, too, where you can go ahead and. You know, personally, I can go around to every community and every project and be like, I want to work with you, I want to work with you. But am I bringing in good people into my community and my project? Mm. So that's also a big difference as well, because I could have easily, you know, seen, wow, these guys are spending all this money. But do I want to bring those type of people around the community that we've built and the love that we have and all that? Um, it's not worth it to me personally. You know, um, I know money is very important and we all need to make it. But you know what, uh, i rather have good people around me than have uh, millions of dollars personally. Um, that's just the way I choose to live. I, I love that because that's very much um, part of who I am. Um, you know, knowledge that, that I have, I share freely. Um, you know, need a good dev, I got you. Marketing, got you. Um, idea, concept design, got you. No problem with, with, with sharing that kind of knowledge because I, I again, I go back to saying, if we can build this space out where it's safe to onboard new people and mass adoption is coming, then, then we wanna do that and be on the right side of it. Can't do that if it's all about that profit because always someone's entry is someone's exit liquidity. That's just the nature of what crypto is. Any investment is, right? Not just crypto, um, you know, any investment. Somebody's entry point is someone's exit liquidity. Um, and I've never been a fan of, oh, you buy and hold. Um, buying and holding does nothing, especially when it's a token. It does nothing for the project itself because most altcoins depend on the taxes to pay the team, um, to market, to continue to develop the product. So you buying and holding does absolutely nothing for them. You need to develop that mindset of buying and selling at the all-time high and then buying the dip. This is what dollar cost averaging does. And I am a fan, and you could consider that financial advice. You need to DCA your life. You need to dollar cost average in on what's important to you. Um, and you're right. I, I want to be part of a strong community that's all about building. Um, Tom is in is is in our, our, our audience right now. And I met him 
when we spoke yesterday with the Joe community and he was one of those people that I picked on and, and, and asked, hey, what brought you to this community? Because I want to buy into a product um, based on what other people say about it, based on, you know, what do you think of the team? Um, can't do that if I'm not comfortable, which, which, you know, think back three, four years. I've been in this space for a while now, three, four years. Um, there are some telegrams that you go into and I know, man, I can, I can make some serious money on this project, but it's so toxic to be in that community that it turned me off from investing. And by no means that I have millions of dollars, but let's think about this. If your community is so toxic that it's turning off the average investor, right? What does that say about the project? What long-term sustainability can there be? So it is important to build around you um, people that help build a great community. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? You know, that's a big saying that people say. And, you know, it may take a little bit of time to build something, but at least it's not, you know, like, you know, you were saying sometimes people, these people, these projects too, or, you know, even people in general just rush to make a profit out of things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just ends to them where that profit's only for a year or two and then boom, where are they at later? And I'd rather get have something that it's, you know, years later, it's still something and still buildable and still something, you know, that it's helpful and beneficial to people because you know like you said you could have invested in those these projects and been around them but would that have really benefited you personally no might have benefited your pocket but you personally and and your health and your personality and what you have going on deserves to be around good people not people that you know are negative and stuff like that so i think it's awesome that you didn't do that and go into those certain projects and i think we all should you know definitely if we're not feeling a certain way don't necessarily stay in it because it's making you profit you know that project that I was talking about earlier, I had a friend and they sold all of their, their, their NFTs from them after the way I was treated because, and they even said they could still be making a good profit on it and still be flipping them. But to them, it wasn't worth their moral, you know, they knew how disrespectful and you like mean they were to these women and to them, it wasn't worth holding. It wasn't worth them gaining those money because behind that money, what does it hold? It holds the disrespect that they're giving to women. And is that something you really want in your pocket in your bank? You know, that's up to you. Facts. Facts. Um, so, Chef Unlimited, uh, Amanda, is new to the space. Um, she's our co-host, and we kind of nabbed her up on Queens of Crypto. Um, you know, my sidekick, Carmen, she's boots on the ground, right? Um, she's currently driving back from LA um, Blockchain Association Conference over there. And on her way back to Nevada, she's also the VP for um, the Nevada Blockchain Association. Um, and they met up, I think it was in Vegas. Um, and when she talked to me about um, Amanda, I was like, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, love having another queen and, and hearing from her perspective um, and her being new in this space. I'm curious to hear, um, listening to Mary and her story, um, what are you taking away from it? Can you hear me, Amanda? It's probably that one time where you got to go to the bathroom or your kids yelling <laughs> or something like that, you know, but I do want to welcome him nocturnal. I invited him up. He's a, our, our mod and slippery fish, but he's also a brother to me, a best friend to me. He was one of the first people I met in web three. He's definitely helped me um, and guided me in certain ways as well. Um, and I see Eric and W and Chris, y'all are amazing as well down below, but 
uh, I definitely want to say hi to him real quick too. So while she, um, while she appears, she can do her thing. You know, it's funny. Cause earlier when you were talking to me, I swear I was going pee and I was like, Oh crap, I got a white real quick. I got it. She's talking about me. Dang it. You know, um, the excitement got me going. I mean, I just had to pee cause you got me so excited introducing me. Um, but uh, <laughs> I absolutely love it. We'd love to hear from, from nocturnal man, what it is. What's good, fam? Love the freaking banner. Bro, that's hard. Yeah. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Uh, yeah. Um, how you doing, Queen? How you doing, Mary? You know, much love. Thank you for bringing me up here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chef, how you doing, ma'am? Uh, Toro, how, how you doing, Bob? Good. How you doing? All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to chill and vibe with you, Queens, you know, and uh, just show support. So, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I'm going to say, though. But much love, Mary. Uh, oh no, 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 nocturnal. You, you don't, you don't get up here with that smooth ass voice, um, that deep timber, and talk about. Nah, I'm just. Gonna Yo, he got some out. beautiful green eyes too. Yeah. And some no, big no, 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 Exactly. No, you don't get to go on mute. Um, what's good? Is is, yeah. is this <laughs> what's good? No. Oh, no, um, nothing's good. Everything is smooth. I, I'm just gonna just like I said. I'm just gonna chill and just listen to you, ladies and queens. You know, I'm just gonna vibe. That's all I want to do. I don't want to. Oh, oh, he wants to know. vibe. Well, we want to vibe to your voice, though. No, that's you don't. You don't want to vibe to this voice. It's not. It's not cool. Yes, we want to vibe to the voice, man. Get that little um, testosterone breaking up here, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's killing, it's killing Carmen that she can't speak right now because this is where she reigns me in, right? Like, no, no, mistress. Um, cool the heels, cool the heels. I can't help it, though. I can't help it. It's I, just... I mean, it's all right. When I hear a voice like that, too, I'm just like, you know, when I hear a voice that I like, I'm just like, hell oh what hello. is going on and then when you hear that they're not bad looking you're like hello some more. i'm a single lady what's going on you know so i mean it's all right oh i love it i love it i love it um <laughs> no i see i completely lost my train but he's he's probably dead right now like he is so shy actually um he just started doing spaces more and i started getting him on more he's a uh, definitely my right hand man my brother i you know got mad love for him so he's definitely a shy one so you got him probably all shy right now on the you know just cackling it up so you know what the fact that someone can do that to him i love it so you know good job i'm gonna laugh at him now because yeah. he got so shy and uh, it's gonna be great you know you know nocturnal i've been looking for the right person to practice my cougar skills on um i did not get to the ripe old age of 50 um and made sure that my my twins um, that are now 20 that i've legally kicked out of my house but you know they seem to ignore that <laughs> right like they ignore that mary they should have like we're not going anywhere you pay the bills i'm like yeah so get out <laughs> y'all don't do nothing i'm getting ready to i, I want to get my cougar on to which my son just says rolls his eyes and goes i can't with you mom uh, so let me let me practice my cougar skills here oh my god this this is being uploaded to our podcast hey so, what's your sign baby oh, yeah. right <laughs> What's your sign, baby? What? Yeah, you know what I used to use on people? Like, hey, give me those, uh, you know, the five plus three. And they were like, what? What's that? Yeah, you're seven digits, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wow. I'm just fucking with y'all, but I'm giving y'all some horrible, like, horrible ones. I really don't hit on men like this, I I promise, but it's funny, though. That brings us to, and you, El Toro, this is your fault because you shouldn't have uh, accepted speaker role. Um, You have to now give us your worst pickup line ever and your best pickup line ever. You have to share now. Let's see if it can beat Mary's. My worst pickup line will have to be uh, if I could rearrange the alphabet, I will put you and I together. And my best pickup line is (laughs) I can't imagine seeing another day without you. Just speaking from the heart. Oh, see, that, that, would, that would get my five plus three. That would only work if you were attractive. <laughs> as, if it, as if you weren't. You look at it. You oh get a God. side eye. You get the side, you get the side eye there. You give him the side eye. Oh, wow. Oh. Only only if he wasn't attractive. Because that, that, that it. It, yeah. That's straight up 90. crushing it. Eight called. They wanted their line back. Ninety-eight. <laughs> She's dating you, Alturo. She's dating your age right there, bro. She's like nineteen ninety-eight called. They want their line back. Isn't that bad? Isn't that bad? Oh, we're so off track here. Um. <laughs> at least there's effort. That's at least you get, uh, you know, points for effort. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it, Amanda. You were over there laughing. Um, what do you got to say on all this, man? Oh, I can't. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm laughing because, uh, you know, it, there's lack of effort nowadays. So, you know, but, you know, if you can come up with something to get someone's attention, hey, hey, what you going to do? Oh, lack of effort these days. That can, that can be applied to, to so many things. Um, Earlier on in the year, Goblin Town, what the fuck? No marketing, pre-mint, that rolled to what I think, I think at 1.5E floor. Um, I could tie everything back to crypto. <laughs> I really can. Um, that was a lack of effort. Um, and, and a lot of people knocked it. But let me tell you what was brilliant about it. Um, it was the marketing. They said they didn't market, but they did. And that goes back to the expectation in this space where, you know, you, you just, you throw up some art, um, you sell out and then there's nothing going back to the holder, but, but a piece of art that's dependent on the buyer to set the price because that's what art is. If you're buying based on the art, you are dependent on the buyer to set the price, not what you set the price at, because I have to want it for the art. See, it becomes something totally different. Um, in El Toro, I'm going to put you in the spot a little bit. It, co- it becomes something totally different where I buy a pocket towel and you're talking about I'm earning something of value with it. Um, I'm earning Ethereum. That becomes a totally different conversation because I am now not dependent on the buyer liking the art to pay my price. I have um, a tangible value now attached to that PFP. And I think this is where we need to start changing the narrative a little bit 
on what NFTs can do. NFTs can truly bridge um, the gap between Web 2 and Web 3, um, between real life and, 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 and the blockchain. I firmly believe that, the true utility of an NFT. I, I firmly believe that. Um, there's so many ways to incorporate real life assets um, and bridge it to um, Web3 in the blockchain via an NFT. Um, you know, cryptocurrency, you can have a token and, and, and it's dependent on, on so many other factors for movement, um, for sales, for profit. Um, NFTs have that and more because there will be people that will buy it just because of how it looks. There'll be people that will buy it because of the utility that comes with it. Um, there'll be people that will buy it because they trust the team. Um, so it becomes a different narrative when, when you're putting out a project um, and the likability score um, is not as important as it was six months ago. Um, would you agree with that? Sorry, I'm writing a little bit. Yeah, we seem to be having me? that issue tonight. Yeah, I can hear you, buddy. Yeah, I just feel that, you know, we're just only multitudes away from actually integrating the a mass adoptive scale through the cultural points of like the arts, video games, music, movies. These are the points that more people can relate to. And mm -hmm. serving that serving that in the space, you know, adding value and holding people accountable or having something that's tangible is it, it holds a lot of weight in the space that it's just been built on a lot of fluff and promise. You know, so it's definitely when you're at the choice, when you're actually burning Ethereum, but having that the choice of like it may be upfront a substantial amount, but long term, I can accumulate passively if I really believe in this community and the efforts. It says a lot and it echoes a lot. And I feel like this type of business model Web3 will be duplicated tremendously. I think so, too. I, I, I am a firm believer in that as well. Um, you know, one of the things that I absolutely love about having the kind of control that Carmen and I have over our brand um, and what we do and the projects that we talk to, um, it comes right down to um, sharing not only our personal um, investment strategy, which is never financial advice for others, but, but really showcasing the value of how important it is to get to know the people behind the team. Um, you know, when I go into a Discord or a Telegram or any space um, for a project, um, you don't know who I am. You have no idea what my investment skill level is. No idea how much I can buy in or how much I can pump. Um, and it's all about how you treat me as an individual, which is why as a woman in this space, I'm always excited um, to speak to another woman um, because the previous environments were always toxic to our kind. Um, you wouldn't believe half of the comments I used to get, some of the DMs that I have gotten. Um, and I felt Mary 100% when she talked about, mm -hmm. oh, um, being a woman, my opinion has no value. Like I couldn't mm -hmm. know this space. Like I couldn't understand the tech that goes along with understanding what crypto is. It's, it's, it's insultive. It's absolutely insultive. Um, and I think there are more and more women in crypto than, than people are aware of. We do control a considerable portion of household income. And as a consequence, if we provide an environment that's inclusive, that is um, embracive of, of who you are, rather than your sex or your culture, um, we can bring about the mass adoption slowly. But again, it's all about sharing that knowledge and not beating somebody over the head with that knowledge. Go ahead, Amanda. 
Um, yeah, thanks. I wanted to say, you know, and to go back to a point a little while ago, you know, it's commendable that her friend actually chose to stand up for her in a way that could, it may not like totally crash their entity, but at least they realized that somebody had enough principle to withdraw because of the treatment of someone, because whether it be a female or you're purple, you know, it's still about, like you said, the, the history of the backstory of the depth of an individual that you don't even know how you're affecting them with the words. And it's so often, even in the culinary industry, that you are just mistreated because you're a female, not because I have a less lesser skill set or logic, or it just is because, you know, I'm not talking about my last night's rendezvous or whatever you know it's just it has nothing to do with skill set it just everything just to do with gender so it's really commendable that somebody actually had enough uh huevos to stand up for you know what was right <laughs> i like that you use that yeah honestly i rugged there for a moment but i'm back i don't know what happened my internet but yeah i, I do commend the person for that i thank them i i didn't know what to do because i felt like whatever i said wasn't going to be enough right because i was uh sally looked at as just like you know a female there just complaining just bitching just being emotional oh she's probably on her period that's why she's like that no i just oh, don't yeah, like being called was. a bitch um and um you know i want to win a game fairly that's that's all you know but um so yeah i definitely commend him for doing that and uh you know he's an awesome guy for that and i i definitely appreciate that he you know did that but he had received i think when he saw what i was being treated he thought of his mom he thought of his sister and if they were in those experiences and how he wanted to make sure that good even if it was just him right you know at least it's one person yeah. seeing a problem because we always say oh well what is one person going to change well it's going to change something because now other people are going to start seeing that yeah. as, a, as a as something and we can't keep saying oh well you know we're just one people no well you're one person and your mind matters and what you have going on mm -hmm. around you matters and you don't need to be around that negativity yep love that carmen are you finally able to speak my love I hope so. Can you hear me? I sure can. What is good? Okay, I need a moment to unload, okay? Because, like, Twitter will not let me drive and speak, so I know I have some background noise, and bear with me all. But, okay, first off, how brave are you when I can't respond to call me out? <laughs> Mistress, I love you, but you know I'm hustling out here being boots on the ground. And then, second of all, I'm going to totally stand up for Nocturnal. Like, Mistress, you know that I play both sides of the fence, and he won't say it, but you ladies are really hard to hit on. So don't, you know, it's beyond me that we have to be so creative <laughs> to find a way to trick you into li liking us, and then that's the, that's the common, like, you know, culture. So, you know, I don't mind being hit on by a lady. You know, if she thinks I'm supposed to be hitting on her, then, you know, like, we'll figure it out. But if people like each other, they're going to like each other. Nocturnal, I got your back. Because I know you ain't going to come into the Queen's Lounge and start spitting any kind of resistance to uh, these these ladies' comments. And I'm okay with putting them in their place. You guys will forgive me, I'm sure. I will never do something like that. That's why I hide right behind Carmen. I'm, I know my place in this space. So I'm good. 
<laughs> We've been scarred, ladies. We know oh it. God. It don't take it don't take but a millisecond to know that you guys got an attitude. And so coming at you, you know, by the time you even see us coming, we already know we got a fight to overcome. Okay, so let's not pretend. So I got to give a shout out to that. But, you know, the conversation is going really well. Mary, it's a pleasure to meet you. And yes, you know, guys, I have such big turmoil understanding, you know, as a person with a network and a voice in this space and also being a female, I can I can highlight for you just in the last three days inappropriate behavior by men. Um, you know, whether it's sliding into my DMs, asking me if I'm coming in into a conference, offering me to stay into their hotel, getting an unasked for massage, um, a conversation about whether or not I am single in a room of men while we're having a business meeting. So much inappropriateness, right? But as a female, we, we oftentimes have to, you know, put on some blinders to get some fucking business done and get our money. And it's unfortunate because you know, if I were to plan of attack and try to retaliate, it's a problem, right? But these men don't expect, a, you know, a, a, a bisexual or a, a homosexual gentleman to come in and act inappropriately when business matters are at hand. So, you know, the best that I can do is try to remind people to be fair, be equal, be professional. Um, I have a track record of making sure that in my life, no matter how young and immature I may have been, to never, never cross the line when it comes to doing work. Um, our hustle game is strong and we got to focus on what's going to, you know, deliver the mission and the goals. And the, the, for me, there's no room to cross that line, right? And, and if you do, then you have to make appropriate uh, measures to separate that from the work because the same way that I don't give extra discounts to families and if you're a part of my community and I love you and we have a personal relationship and we become friends, great, but you know, business is business and we got to get it done. So those that are around me know that that's how I play and that's how I run, but it's it, there are moments where it is difficult to to accept that that's something that I have to deal with and that it's something that I should talk about and it's not something that I want to call anybody out specifically for because you know who you are, but it's a problem and it's not fair. And, and the, to normalize a woman's success is truly the goal. It means that when I accomplish something, I'm accomplishing it because of who I am, my name, call me Carmen, that's that's where I want the record to reflect, right? And if we're on the blockchain, shit, don't know who I am. It's just who I, check my wallet and that's, that's my accomplishments, right? So you guys are having a fantastic conversation. I have my phone in my hand and I just had to add into it. Kudos to all of you. Appreciate the feedback, Carmen. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I absolutely love doing these spaces and you know why we do it why why we get together and invite these great projects um and and find out what's going on kind of the who's who in the zoo um which i love that's carmen saying especially when she is at conference girl let me tell you about who's who in the zoo <laughs> i love hearing that um but it's so true um the expectation the unrealistic expectation that we have on each other um but also trying to be transparent respectful of people just as who they are. Um, I think Web3 gives us the opportunity to really break the mold 
and support those things that are important to us in terms of social movement, right? Um, I am um, project manager and founder for CME, which is a neurodivergent project on the blockchain, the first of its kind on Polygon. Um, and it is all about um, educating and supporting the neurodivergent community, right? That's not something that we could have done um, outside of Web3. Um, a bunch of neurodivergence going into a bank and asking for financing um, to educate people on being neurodivergent. We're, we're, we're the kooks. We're the weirdos. We're, we're those people that sit at the end uh, of, of your office that rarely ever says hello and are so awkward and look weird and awkward. That's who we are, right? Those ADHD, autistic, um, dyslexic, uh, you know, that's who we are. So there's absolutely no way that we could have gone into a bank in Web2 and say, hey, here's our idea on writing a children's book so that we can educate the public on what being neurodivergent is and empower children to understand that being different doesn't mean being bad, um, that they are superheroes um, that have these unique abilities. We'd be laughed out the bank if not escorted by the security guard. Um, and so when you come to Web3 and you see the possibilities of bringing projects like that um, and, and creating and building a community that's sustainable, whether it's through passive income, whether it's through teaching art, whether it's through um, bonding over games like the Escapeverse, um, it, it becomes a totally different playing field on how we can shape society. And that's 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 not me speaking on a soapbox and, and trying to force my view onto others. I'm just saying the potential for Web3 is exponential. Um, and I am happy to be part of that and be in a space where we can provide that um, that 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 support, to be honest. Did I did I put everybody to sleep for that? No, we were just so zoned into what you were saying. We felt the connection <laughs> from Carmen to you. Y'all just rolled so perfectly together, you know. So, but no, I, I definitely love what you're saying. And it's true. It's not that, you know, these are just experiences and situations that we've all been through. It's not, you know, it's nothing, you know, other than that. And, uh, you know, it's best to talk about sometimes the experience that we have and what we have going on because it's, you know, it's good to let it out and have someone else that might, you know, listen and be like, hey, I feel that way too. And now they have an opening to maybe express something that they've been wanting to express and holding in, but they just never felt it to be able to, because, you know, the in the world of web three or web two or in real world, whatever you want to say, wherever you are, um, some of the situations can kind of be, you know, they're, they're kind of similar in certain things in certain ways. So it's definitely nice to be able to connect with someone on web three and you might not feel so comfortable to talk to someone face on face, but Hey, you know, jump on a space and you can hop out and talk and i've seen a lot of shy people grow out of their shell um, and it's been really amazing to see them connect and do different things and express themselves and talk about things and feel more empowered by things as well um you know because i definitely was someone that I, i've always been very weird and wild and outgoing and just that's always who i've always been no matter what situation i have going on but 
speaking about how I feel or speaking about the way I view things has always been a scary thing for me or a hard thing because I didn't think anyone wanted to listen or they didn't understand. So, you know, I think that's a definitely a good connection on these spaces that you're doing and having people also get away to vibe with everyone in a different way. And that's why I told Nocturno, come join this space. You know, I, it's a good vibe. It's a good space. He's trying to get more comfortable in spaces and these type of spaces make you feel, you know, very comfortable to do that. So, you know, I love that you're hosting these. Yeah, it's, and, and that's ultimately what it's what it's about, right? Um, you know, people keep talking about, um, oh, mass adoption, mass adoption, but yet they do nothing for it. You don't provide an environment that's conducive to learning. Um, that that was one of the key things as well. And this is where I'm, I'm, I'm going to sh shout out some love to my buddy, Hedge Money. Um, I don't know if it's Cicada behind the profile. Um, uh, yes. Uh, yes. What's it's me. up, my guy? What's up? You doing good? <laughs> Yes, I am. I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Really, really looking forward um, to diving in because um, I, I have been a fan of your team and what you're building. Um, and I, you know, this might sound bad. <laughs> this might sound bad, but, but I'll let you explain. When you hit that road bump, um, when you're bootstrapping and you're, 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 you're putting into, because you believe, right? You're putting in not only your time, your effort, your energy, your money into building something great. Um, people don't give you the time to really build that out. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's, um, it's very specific in, in, in our case. And, and, and thanks for having me here. It's, it's a pleasure. Um, it, it's, it's a little bit different in our case, because, you know, as, as I told you, when uh, the last time we spoke, um, in my case, I, started building before even having any uh investors before having any you know uh, money coming in so it was it was a big risk to uh develop a whole platform in the metaverse format um and all of that and the nft collection and, and and all of that it was a it was a major risk in the sense that i could have you know created an nft collection and just develop the solution and the platform uh afterwards um and and it's definitely i think it, i think it goes back to um, what we think can make a difference, uh, as you were saying earlier. And for me, it's education. It's 100% education. Um, just for a, a quick uh, um, introduction on who I am for those who uh, don't know me. So I'm, I'm Tunisian, so it's, I'm from a small country in Northern Africa. And um, I've seen how education uh, actually made changes major changes to how the population be behaves to their well-being um, to uh, pretty much everything and to the economy to a certain extent as well um, and, and definitely for me the and, and you were talking about people who don't try to make um, crypto you know uh, accepted worldwide or you know kind of mass adoption and I think definitely education is, is probably the way to go because Everyone that has been in the crypto or NFT industry for some time as a consumer, not necessarily as a creator, uh, it was hard. And we had a lot of things that we didn't know and a lot of people got scammed. And, you know, we didn't have the guidelines and the proper ways to uh, be safe in the space. And so definitely, I think if we see mass adoption, uh, we need to have those guidelines. We need to have some help for the people that are going to come after us uh, so they can make the right decisions. So they can be safe and so we can all enjoy and develop the ecosystem together. I absolutely love 
love, 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 love that you said that. Um, because that's a big part of it. Um, you know, so Mary, I know you, you had talked about your, your gamer background and, and because of that, um, probably dabbled around, um, in a metaverse or two, which by the way, I, I will be honest, guys, I would not personally invest in any metaverse right now. Um, I think it's a fad. That's my personal opinion. And I believe it's a fad because it's, it's being sought after kind of around, kind of a like the wrong, wrong way. Um, because when you talk about mass adoption, you have to talk about accessibility. Um, on average, the cost to, to buy into a metaverse, um, to have the equipment to enjoy a metaverse for what it is now, for what's available now, for what the tech is now, um, that falls into an exclusive few. It's not mass. It's an exclusive few. And because of that, I'm not rushing out to invest in any metaverse. What I would invest in is accessibility that gives you a metaverse setting via desktop. Because I can access that via my phone browser. Most people don't have a computer. Um, you know, so if I can access it on my phone um, and then turn around and put it to use in a manner that's beneficial to those around me, education is the key to a successful metaverse. That's my personal opinion. Because that is when you truly bring about mass adoption, not gaming. Gaming is, um, it's specific. It's a specific niche. It's also a multi-billion dollar industry, but it is a very specific niche. Now, how about creating an environment where, for example, um, children that have ADHD, and they can access this, you homeschool, Mary, um, they can access this from home, on their desktop browser, um, on their phone, their tablet, or the teacher in a school setting, a specific environment created to teach that neurodivergent child. That becomes a whole different conversation, right? And the reason why it becomes a whole different conversation is because it's in an educational format that can benefit the masses versus benefit a few. And that's what I think is wrong with pitching, um, oh, the metaverse, that's where it's at. No, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. Not gonna happen, not gonna happen. And and that's why I was fascinated um, with what you're building, Zikiga, um, from a business aspect and what it can mean for me having that kind of environment um, to teach a course on a business level, but much more so how it could be customized um, to create a learning environment to a specific type of individual. Um, and I, I really hope that things get better for your project. I, I am a holder. It is the one metaverse project that I invested in because um, I think what you're building is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, th thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for that. And and as you have seen, like I, I had to uh, you know, re reorganize a lot of things. It, it has been a, um, like I had to rebuild the team and, and all of that because there was there was some uh, internal issues um, that I, I didn't want to deal with in a certain way. Um, now, uh, the the way we talk about metaverse and, and first, it's very important what you say because I think it has to serve a purpose in the sense that... Um, it's not necessarily about replacing things. So, for example, when we think about traditional gaming, 
and metaverse gaming, we are not necessarily replacing gaming. We are creating a new, um, a new ecosystem for gaming in which, for instance, you can have your crypto wallet, you can earn while playing, that kind of stuff. And this is an addition. And, and in this space, for the longest time, I've been hearing it's this or that. And when you get a new project out or you pitch an idea or whatever, a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, but this is the, the thing it replaces is not going to disappear. And you're like, it's not going to replace it. It's just going to open new potential. And so uh, where I might disagree on the gaming uh, side is that I think gaming will see uh, a spike in adoption in the crypto uh, ecosystem before educational platforms and, 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 and artistic platforms and all of that. Because people that are into gaming have their brain that's already wired to discover things, understand things uh, very fast and adapt very fast to updates, uh, to major updates, all of that kind of stuff. So definitely, I think gaming is not the uh, the thing that's going to change because when you think about uh, metaverse gaming or crypto um, um, into gaming, it, it is not that different from a lot of games that where you have skins, you can buy stuff, you can sell stuff. It's just not on a crypto wallet. Um, so it's not going to be very different from what we know traditionally. In the educational sense, where it becomes a lot different is that when you add that economical component that people can actually learn for a very cheap fee that is a one-time fee and and basically they can have access to a lot of content that's where it becomes a game changer because when you think about um let's take axie infinity so it's it's a game uh, i i didn't follow uh, axie infinity uh, in the beginning but in the philippines a lot of people were leaving out on the money that they were making on axie infinity they weren't playing the game for the sake of playing a game they were playing a game because they could buy groceries with it, for instance, and, and, and feed their kids and, and, and stuff like that. So let's take the same component and let's say, okay, but what if instead of playing a game that you don't enjoy, why don't you learn something and earn money for it? And so that's where, that's where I think the, the, the addition of crypto and the addition of an, an internal economy uh, makes a, a huge change in what we know. And, and so that's what I'm going for. It, it is not easy. Uh, our first version of the metaverse, the V1.0, is going to be um, tested next week, at the end of next week. It is not going to be online uh, on a dedicated server. It's going to be on Steam. So Steam is a gaming platform, but it's going to be on Steam for uh, the, the, the testing. Definitely it takes some time, but I think it, it's important to not rush th uh, things. And especially, I don't think people are ready yet for education in that aspect. People want fun. They want easy things. Uh, they want so so. It'll take time, but definitely, I think I think we are we're we're getting there. I think we're getting there, and I think it's it's probably the most um, differentiated uh, type of offer that you could have on a market compared to traditional market because there's nowhere where you can learn and earn. Uh, per se. I love that. I, I, I can't, dude. And, and uh, again, which is probably why I have with myself 10 million times over on, on your project, right? Um, and, and feel free 
um, to anyone on, on, on the speaker panel to, to jump in and, and, and chime in. I know you are, um, talked about homeschooling your son, Mary, so I'd love to hear from your aspect what that could possibly look like when you're talking about um, learning to earn, right? Um, I know for me, um, I am part of Alchemist Studio, which he is trying extensively through Discord, putting a lot of um, educational content in there. He is a teacher in Bronx, New York, um, and accessibility has always been key. Uh, when we talk about level playing field and access for all, um, we would love to think that's how it is, but we all know it's not. Um, New York City school system happens to be probably one of the worst school systems in the United States. They have no after-school care. They have no art program, no music program, no sports program. Um, they're overburdened um, and they're overwhelmed. Uh, and as a consequence, they're kind of just creating these drones to just become drones, right? Um, you have to pay out of pocket um, to put your kids in a better school system where the classrooms are smaller and they get, um, and I don't want to use the word quality teachers, um, but they get a better chance of maybe a one-on-one -on -one interaction. Uh, and when you look at that model and see how problematic it is, and you have a project that's talking about, um, hey, have we considered this model, that specialized learn to earn model, it becomes a totally different conversation to that parent that's struggling to put food on the table and payment in, in, in some place like New York City. If I'm homeschooling or I have access to provide educational content to my child that gives them an edge, but also gives them the ability to earn as well, that's a whole new conversation. And that's why I'm super excited to see the build, um, to hear that you continue to, to, to work on, on improving that. Um, me personally, I still think for gaming, it's all about accessibility and accessibility comes with cost. And so most parents today, the average parent today doesn't have four to $700 to drop on a gaming console. Um, yeah, I agree. And especially we don't want our kids to also be wrapped up in that. You know, they already have their iPads and all that. So when I was saying about the gaming, the one thing that I liked about the gaming that I was doing and I get made fun of it and I don't really care because some people actually get paid to freaking do like do it. But I use my phone to play Call of Duty. Uh, I use Call of Duty mobile um, and I actually met some great people through there. I met my best friend three years ago. She's in Norway. I know her whole family. She's amazing. She's one of those people that you don't need to talk to, talk, you know, for a bit. And then you come back and, you know, you, everything is like normal and stuff. It just a completely understanding. And that's one thing that I started doing with the community as well is playing games with them because everyone has a phone pretty much. Right. I mean, most people do. And um, a lot of people are like, well, don't you have a system? No, for one, even if I could afford it, even if I wanted to, I don't know, just putting those that hundreds of hundreds of dollars into that, as opposed to getting my son school food or getting my son food or school clothes or, right. or clothes. It's just it's a big difference to me to think of spending more money on him just sitting there in front of a TV. Right. And playing games, which not saying it's not, you know, cool to do or anything. I'm a, I love gaming. I'm, you know, I'm a big game nerd. I've always been. And um, when I was younger, that was a scapegoat of mine, you know, because I didn't really have my parents around and 
um, you know, but for my son, he has his mom around and I'm always going to be around and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to have that be his escape go. I want him to go outside and have some fun and enjoy, you know, what they have going on. And I heard what you said earlier, um, the LAUSD as well. I don't know if that's the district you said is really bad too. They don't do PE. Um, they don't do music class anymore. They don't do art class anymore. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I do homeschool is because they, run things in a way that I don't like. Uh, Lisa, I know at home he can run. Uh, he can listen to music and express himself. He wants to play. He loves Till I Collapse by Eminem. If he wants to play that over and over again and express himself and sing it out loud, I want him to be able to learn to to do all the things that, you know, he should be able to, ex you know, expose himself to all those things to know when he gets older, he might know more about what he wants to do. And I think that's really important and why I'm always like, let let me show you this. Let me show you that, you know, whatever you want to do, because I know when I was being, when I was growing up, my mom was always like, you, you can't do this or you need to do this. Like you, you can't afford college. <laughs> You're going to go to community college, you know, and always making me never feel like I could do more or enough. And that was something that I've always, you know, tried to change with my son is I want him to be able to feel like he can do whatever, right. And go wherever and do whatever. And that's one of the reasons why I do have him homeschool just because I've just kind of seen the school system and what they have going on. And uh, I don't trust it. Um, I've seen videos that they've showed kids that I think are just inappropriate. And I just, yeah, just rather have them home knowing I can have them safe. And I eventually do want him going to school, but I want him to go to school more when he's older. Uh, if we still live in this area that we live in, just so that if there is an issue going on or if there's a teacher being mean or X, Y, and Z, he's old enough to tell me what's going on and able to have more of an understanding as opposed to as a seven-year-old, you know, he's not going to have the same capability as he is when he gets older. So um, yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying that not everybody can afford the game systems or, you know, are able to even have them. Maybe they can't have, they don't have a TV. So yeah, I definitely do agree with that. Yeah. And I, I, as a parent, I can see me spending money on a system that's a, uh, a learn to, um, a learn to earn versus a play to earn. Um, I, I think it's brilliant to gamify learning. Um, and, and you could just hop on in. Cicada? Uh, yeah, I, I want to jump back on, on something Mary said uh, about, in a sense, uh, the, the protection of integrity uh, in children in general and in people in general in the school system. Um, so, and this is more of a personal take. I think everyone has its uh, own opinion. I, um, I was in a French school uh, in North Africa, and then I went to study in France, and I studied in the U.S., so I had the opportunity to see a lot of school systems and, and potentially um, see the, the, the upsides and the downsides. And to be honest, I am not a big fan of the school system because I think it is trying to do more than its job, in my opinion, compared to when I was uh, in school myself. So I'm born in '94. Um, and, and, and for me, schools are kind of taking the job of parents for various reasons, uh, some positive, some negative, of course. But I think generally education should be only about knowledge, critical thinking and socialization. Um, but it has become, and I feel like it has become, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I feel like it has become a whole value system depending on where you're, you're at, uh, depending on the country, depending on the state, depending on a lot of things. And, and personally, I don't agree with that. Um, and as a potential parent, I am not a parent yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I think it, it's important to focus on knowledge 
and socialization. Um, and I think it can be taught. The, these can be taught through a virtual environment. And, and so I think that's potentially a, the, the, the upside. And especially with the use of the VR, uh, uh, even though it has some downsides as well, but I think definitely there, there's, there's kind of a middle ground where you can, by decentralizing it, uh, you, can, you can kind of erase that component of value system where you can allow people to grow um, healthily and in, a, in accordance with their family, their tradition, their, uh, the, all that kind of stuff. Of course, they need to have critical thinking. They need to be able to think by themselves. They need to be able to uh, speak freely. They, need to, they, they cannot be intimidated by teachers, by stuff like that, of course. Uh, but definitely, that's, that's just one point where I, I agree with Mary. I don't know if we agree fully, but uh, definitely, yeah, yeah it's, it's very important to consider this uh, about the school system and the traditional school system. Yeah, I mean, when you deal with it firsthand, personally, you see it in a different side as well. I mean, I can't explain to you how hard it was just to get my son into a class. And he was registered last year and they were making this big deal to me saying they need all this. You know, it's just it's just it's it's crazy how much they make it complicated as well for you. And I think that my intentions are with my child personally. Not everyone has to agree with me. I've, I have some friends and parents that think I shouldn't homeschool or I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. You know, I have everyone has their opinions for for sure. I, I Hey, keep your opinions. Um, I I kept my son homeschool, you know, also because of his health issues at first, and he is doing better now, so he's definitely able to go back to school. But just want to keep him, you know, safe and just give him more that you know I wasn't able to have as a child. And right now, that's something best. Um, but I do agree, you know, being able to have them think for their own and do their own kind of thing is that's kind of one of the reasons why I like him home. Is so you know, say he needs a little bit of a. He wants a little bit of a music time or art time or he wants to go run outside. He's able to do that at home as opposed to school. You, They don't even have PE anymore. They don't have art. They don't have music. They don't have ways yeah, for anything. children to express themselves in a way that I think is super important um, on a child's brain. They've stripped down. They've stripped down just about everything. And, I, and, 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 and you know, you can consider this a conspiracy theory. Um, I, I tend to think that the people that are currently involved in, in crypto are somewhat forward-facing. Right. Embracing the future, um, the, the easiest way to make that connection to people on what crypto is. Do you have a you have a debit card? That's crypto because you you digitally transfer those assets. Right. That's the simplest way that 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 I could possibly break down crypto to the average individual. If you own a debit card, you have crypto. Just think of it that way, because it, it utilizes the same process. That being said. Um, when you talk about how our school system, it's specifically here in the United States, um, and what's being rolled out in big states like New York, where you're talking about um, on Wall Street, the wealth, the wealth that's transferred on a daily basis um, in Wall Street, in New York City, that the school system does not benefit from is an absolutely mind-boggling concept to me when you can't afford to have um, art therapy, music therapy, physical education, um, an after-school program that, uh, whether it's the chess club, homework, um, you know, math, these kind of things that, that were part uh, and part uh, and parcel of an education in the United States 
in the past that was conducive to creating individuals that would continue to be forward thinking. Um, but here's the reverse now. It is designed to create Jones. And I don't say this lightly to embarrass or insult um, anyone, but I want you to think about what happens when you put a child in a classroom at four years old for the next 12 years and tell them they have to be like everyone else and feed them the same narrative and expect the same results, you're creating Jones. You're not creating independent forward-thinking individuals because the narrative is you need to sit, you need to be quiet, you need to absorb what I'm giving you, and here's the lesson plan. It's only going to be taught this way, and if you can't learn it this way, then there's something wrong with you. And that's the truth of it. And so as a parent um, to neurodivergent children, um, my, my twins are now 20, when you hear them talk about battling their their limitations, um, their, their, their trauma does not come from um, everyday living um, and struggling with the emotion and the mental weight that comes with a diagnosis like they have. Their trauma comes from the educational system because their brain is different. That's what being neurodivergent is. It's a variant of the brain, which means you absorb and output data differently than most people. And be putting in an environment at four years old in New York City. You can put your kid in school at four years old. And, and, and this is what happens, and I want you to think about this, for an ADHD child. You put them in a learning environment at four years old, coming from a home where they're supported and they're loved. And you put them in a learning environment where immediately the teacher's response is, why can't you sit still? Why are you, or, or so why are you talking? You can't talk yet. Yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah. not allowed to speak your mind. You can't yeah. unmute yourself and talk. Like I agree, and I and they I, again, I got told stuff too. Um, they start at four year old, and they're like, "What do you mean your 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 son didn't go to preschool?" Yeah, and he's just as knowledgeable as every other child in here, if not more. I mean, so what? What am I? What did I do wrong here? I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I just. Because, you know, we, we tell our, you know, it's very, school is very important. I, I definitely agree. It is important. But in a certain aspect, I think it's important. It, it's supposed to be there to educate knowledge, you know, do those benefits to the child, not on un, benefits, you know, and there's a lot of them that I see nowadays. And it's just, and it just, it is, it's sad. And we, we definitely want them to be programmed in a certain way. And I feel like some of the things that I learned in high school, I don't even use now. Some, I wish they taught me taxes, right. Or certain things that are actually going to be beneficial financial, to my financial education. Um, but that's all part of it. it. It's that narrative that's being, being taught. And again, I want you to listen to the phrasing of the words. And when we talk about emotional damage, and you kind of wonder, for us, we have this unique thing, and this is not getting political. Let me be clear on this. Um, we are talking about how a learn-to-earn system um, provided and powered by the blockchain can change the life of so many in Web2, right? Here, here's why I make the connection. Um, the power of words. So you have that child that's neurodivergent, or maybe just a little different, or hell, just a kid. And the first words they hear when they can't sit still, because remember, little Jeffrey at home can run, play, jump, do whatever. And then you put him in this learning environment. And yes, socialization is important. But this is the spoken narrative of any four-year-old entering the school system for the first time, particularly if you're neurodivergent. 
right? It comes right down to this. Why are you so disruptive? Why can't you sit still? We don't do that in class. We sit and we be quiet. You're asking a four-year-old, you are grooming a four-year-old five days a week, five days a week with the same narrative for the next 12 years, which is you're disruptive. There's something wrong with you. You're not like others. You need to be like others. You need to have this masking when you're in this environment for the next eight hours. And this is the narrative that's taught currently in our school system here in the United States. And it goes to producing drones, not forward thinkers. And the reason for that is, if your concentrational wealth is the 1% in the entire country, do you want to create forward thinkers or do you want to create drones? And again, you could take this and look at it and say, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Um, you know, there's just absolutely nothing wrong with our educational system. I beg to differ because the data supports that. And, and, and I can direct you directly to just large school systems. For example, New York City, where the concentration of wealth is transferred on a day-to-day -day basis and they can't even support an art program in their educational system. There is something broken somewhere. And what I love about Web3, what I absolutely adore about this space is that somebody saw a need, came in and said, hey, I think I might have a solution. And that solution might be a one-time cost but here's what happened with this one-time course. I can create a learning program that you can access via desktop, via browser, via mobile, right? That can be conducive to teaching that particular individual and then allow them to earn from what they're learning. That is a conversation as a parent, no matter the cost, I am more likely to be involved in and actively listen to than saying buy the $700 gaming system and, 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 and gain to earn. And that's all I'm saying. I think there's a need where when you're talking about gaming and why that's going to be the one that really brings out mass adoption um, versus education. I believe it's education because a parent will find a way and sacrifice to provide the tools that will allow their children to learn. And if there's a possibility of earning from it, we're definitely doubling down. And that's why I think that will bring out mass adoption quicker versus the gaming to earn model. And, and, and there's also one aspect that when you think, when you integrate crypto, uh, it's and in the digital aspect, it is very easy to vote. So as a user, you are able to say, I want more of this. I want less of this. And right now we are working our, on our, our crypto token and it has various uses. But definitely when you think about school, let's say in school somebody is great at physical education, right? But he's going to get the same amount uh, provided to him by the school. Even though it might fulfill him more, he might have, um, um, how to say, he might be very skilled. He can make it his job or whatever. He's going to get the same amount as everyone else. Uh, but in in the as in, in this kind of decentralized ecosystem, you are allowed to say, I want more of this. And you are able, as a provider of service, you are able to provide a service that will potentially bring more to the people and bring what they want. Um, as you were talking about, you were talking about an art program, for instance. 
And no matter how many people want this art program, they probably are not going to give it because they have a certain minimum that they have to provide and they will provide this minimum. Um, Because it's business in a sense, uh, in the traditional sense. Um, But when you think about crypto and the integration of crypto and the integration of this economy uh, in a decentralized system, people are allowed to say what they want and what they don't want. And if you don't provide to them, since it's a free environment, and, and I think that's one of the most important things about crypto, uh, it's an open environment. No matter who you are, you can do something. You can get funds, you can get funded, you can pitch an idea, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter your identity, no matter your, your, your finances. You can basically at least try, you know, and that's and that's why I'm I'm very fond of crypto because I think it's a free uh, market and I like free markets um, because I was in a, in a country that politically is pretty closed down in the sense that they, they they it's very centralized. Our banking system for in in the city I'm from in the country I'm from uh, the the banking system you can't trade. Uh, your money for dollars, for instance. You have a certain maximum and it's very low. And so when you want to go um, to another country, when you want to study abroad, they block you and they don't allow you to get the money to live uh, correctly. So in this ecosystem that is a free market, uh, it's the most important thing because if people want an art program, they will get it because if they don't get it, somebody else will provide it for them. And so they will switch. And that's how uh, the consumer is going to be driving the market. If gaming works, then gaming works because people want to consume that. I, I don't know if if I'm I'm very clear, but but yeah, definitely I think it's it's the no. it's it's a game changer, definitely. No, I, you are you are extremely clear, and and again, um, you know, it's going down that that rabbit hole, right? Um, on 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 how and, and the absolute potential. Of Web three, um, it's it's it, it's exactly that 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 open access and level playing field for all that I'm absolutely in love with. And it's not that I am a socialist. Let's let's be clear. I do believe that um, you are responsible for the life that you want to live. Um, I don't believe that anybody can give that to you. You have equal responsibility in creating the wealth that you want, and the way you do that. Um, is entirely up to you. That being said, I still believe there's only so much you can do with profit that you earn. You can still only live in that one house at a time, drive that one fancy car at a time, eat that one expensive meal at a time. Um, and because of that, I do believe that there's a social responsibility when you when you have so much profit that you are able to give back. And the way that you give back is not by giving a man a fish, but teaching a man to fish, sharing that knowledge and how you attain your success, I believe is just as important as being able to donate to a charitable cause. Um, There's so many people that, you know, have created a recipe for success that have worked really well for them. Um, But in order to get that knowledge, you have to pay for it. I think there's something fundamentally flawed with that concept. Um, I believe we thrive together and better as a society if we raise each other up 
versus always leaving that model in place where we're scrambling to get to the top. And I believe that education is a fundamental part of changing that narrative. Um, having a decentralized school schooling system where it's all about giving that knowledge, sharing that knowledge, um, leveling that playing field. Um, you know, Alchemist Studio and Alchemist 19, Dr. Rollins, um, that teaches in, in the Bronx, um, he's had students that have gone on um, to successful careers, um, major Ivy League schools. If you join his, his Discord, um, you can't tell who's who in there. You can't tell which teacher is which, whether it's a teacher from Brooklyn or someone that teaches at Stanford or Harvard um, because he provides the same level of service to everyone and that's and, and call me call me call me a dreamer that's absolutely okay because i am um that's what i want to see when we talk about wanting to make a change um as we grow together as a society when we talk about wanting to onboard people into web3 when we talk about wanting to to have mass adoption um it's not enough that you sit and talk about it you have to be actively doing something to facilitate it it's not going to magically happen it's not going to magically happen. Again, you are responsible for the wealth that you want to accumulate. That's the difference between Web 3 and Web 2, that you actively have just as much control of your funds and what you do with it and how you promote the projects that you invest in, whereas you didn't before, where you created the wealth for others, where you put food on the table for others that you weren't party to being able to sit down and eat. And I think it's a conversation that needs to happen and happen on a regular basis that if I am Muslim, if I am Christian, if I am atheist, if I'm black, white, pink, purple, blue, yellow, green, um, and I want my child to have an education, that that education should be the same standard for all. And it currently isn't. And that's why I continue to be excited by what you're building and hoping that, you know, any way that I can um, to help move your project along, share what you're doing with others. Um, I think it's a beautiful model. Learn to earn. It's definitely something that needs to be there. And I'll tell you what, take a look at iTunes University. There's so many courses that are on there. Some are free. Some are paid for. None of them allow you to earn back. And they still do a multi-million dollar business every year. So imagine the potential for a learn-to-earn model. Um, I think it's there. Am I dreaming? I mean, I'm dreaming when I'm around you. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a good uh, twist in, but I do have to get going. My son gets off a of class here in like the next 10 minutes and I got to make him lunch and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I might be lazy today and just order a hot dog. Um, but <laughs> I definitely need to feed him because if I don't feed him when he's off a of class, he is not a happy camper, but I don't blame him. You know, he's not allowed to eat or anything on the class and they only give like 10 minutes, like two 10 minute breaks because I do homeschool, but it's in the computer um, the first time and it's really hard to feed him honestly in between those times um so he um, leaves class hungry <laughs> no worries no worries we, we we stop it too anyway i thank you so much for joining mary um absolutely love what your project you're doing and what you guys are building out you didn't even pin a tweet you didn't put a tweet for me 
I didn't. Um, I don't. I don't know why. Because I just am vibing here, and I'm not really thinking of slippery fish. Honestly, I'm thinking <laughs> of the connections and the bonding of y'all. And um, you know, I do love that you like the project that I'm, you know, involved with, and I do love the project as well. But it's been nice to sit back, and that's why I wanted to join my Mary account because. You know, sometimes it's nice to take a break off Slippery and not chill and more chill and vibe with people and let them get to know a side of me um, because, you know, I've sadly I've been in a project before, too, and um, I didn't want to be known for that project because they rugged and um, the founder just completely left us. And, you know, usually the team gets blamed. Right. So yep, I yep. found it very, very important after that situation for people to get no, get to know more about me and realize that Love I that. definitely support the certain projects that I'm in. And I will be honest with everyone about what we got going on. But the project doesn't make me I make the project. Um, so but I do appreciate you doing these spaces. I hope to come back more and um you know invite me in nocturnal to any spaces which you got going on um i love these small spaces uh we usually do our big spaces on sunday which if any project or anyone wants to come up and talk please just let me know we you know love to have everyone there um and just to get your project out more it's uh, definitely a good attention for anybody's project or whatever you got going on if you want to come vibe with me and laugh a little bit cool i love that i'd appreciate that because they're very intense for me <laughs> um but i definitely appreciate you hosting this and i do look forward to joining more um but yeah much love to everyone and we appreciate all the listeners and it's been amazing meeting all you speakers as well and uh i look forward to connecting with everyone i think miss chef unlimited i think we're going to be dming each other and becoming friends now i like her she's yeah, sweet right oh, and uh, <laughs> i look forward to you talking more too I, def- I know when you're newer it's a lot harder but um i've been on so many spaces now it's just so natural to me uh to speak a lot so <laughs> you'll have to tell me to shut up because i'll keep talking but uh major <laughs> love to everyone honestly <laughs> I adore you, Mary. Thank you so much. Um, Absolutely. We will keep in touch and and keep pushing forward together, my dear. Nocturnal, I'll be sliding into your DM like butter and toast, baby. He's like, I can't, but I love that you love that like that. Watch him be like, yo, my girl's right here. She's gonna whoop my ass. Uh, He's not married, but he's got a girlfriend. But hey, he's not married, so you know he's still got you know a finger and got you know it's still free. But anyways, this is. Until she claims that. Until I ring on that finger, you single boy. Until I ring on that finger, nocturnal. I don't know what to tell you, bro. You're still. Still, fair game. This is my cue to leave, Mr. Butter on Toast, <laughs> but take care, y'all. <laughs> Have a good one, Mary. Funny. <laughs> um, I miss Carmen for this, this this part of it. I really, really do. I would love to hear her her take on, on things that we've been talking about, Cicada. Um, I don't know if Nelson um, is able to, to speak. Thank you so much for joining, Nelson. I always love to hear your feedback. If you if you are able to speak, um Give me a wave or a request, dude. Love to hear your feedback as well. And anybody else can feel free to, to ask any questions here. Um, but so excited for for what you have coming up, Cicada. And 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 I do want, can I get that link um, to next week's update? Can are, are you giving that out publicly yet? Or yeah, no? so so it's it's an internal test. Um, so we have um, I have a few things on, on Steam. That I, I need to do server-wise to be able to mm-hmm. uh, host the um, the rooms. Uh, it's more about you know trying them out, m- making sure that uh, in first person the the you know the spaces are 
big enough and, and we can move freely, that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's more of an internal test, but potentially uh, once I test it out, if, if I can, if I can, definitely. If I can uh, have people on it, def most definitely. Uh, I'll probably be testing it around the 10th of November. Uh, we might have a few adjust uh, adjustments to make, but it will definitely be available for public, um, let's say, the second half of November, probably. Mm, okay. But, I, but yeah, but I, I yeah definitely, if I can, if, if I can. Um, I, I will I will drop the link you're on our Discord, so I'll, I'll make an yeah. announcement where, I, where when I test it, I'll share some um, some um, how how is it called uh, screen recording that kind of stuff, uh, and yeah, most definitely I, I I'd love to get some uh, some feedback from the uh, the holders, so 100. percent Yeah, can I you also um. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, oh, no, I was no, just was gonna ask. Go can ahead, you Amanda. could you ask also uh, leave your Discord link? as well uh yeah you can find our, our our discord link in the link tree on our uh, in our twitter bio okay so you we know, can, you, you, yeah amanda you I, I wonder if just to see if we're on the same page you know you know the reason why um oh she dropped off why i was asking i'll tell you why i was asking amanda um is is a chef um and she has um she's wanting to do this this learn, um, I don't know if, an ex if I'm explaining it right, Cicada. She wants to do the, uh, like, cook a recipe, um, and, oh, she's back. Okay, good. Oh, let me add our speaker. You, you know what immediately came to mind for me, Amanda? The, the show that you wanted, you know the show that you want to do with the cooking and learning mm -hmm. about? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. That his rooms, would, mm -hmm. would, it would look so amazing. Because it's an educational it, it, platform, you can utilize yes. it so, like I also used to be a dance teacher. You can utilize so many different art platforms. I played violin. Like there's so many things, but and I just, my mind just kept going. Blah, 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 blah. Like when you have a teaching, a learn to earn type of deal, like it's a, it becomes almost an independent contractor, but you are actually providing a service that is missing. Like it's literally yes. the core of who people are. Like, and it's a beautiful thing. My mom has just retired from the Philadelphia school district. I'm a product of the Philadelphia school system. And I can relate to what you were saying the whole time about the New York school system, just going downhill, dropping programs left and right. I mean, the programs that I used to be involved in that were free, we're talking about all kinds of art, orchestra, dance, music, theater. And then you also have, uh, we had a home ec program at one time. It's, I might be dating myself a little bit, but at the same time, these programs were free in the Philadelphia school system, as were they in the New York school system. The tri-state area, I mean, you know, at least tried when it came to not being babysitters. Now it's just, uh, you send your, people are blaming teachers for not being the babysitters, the coddlers or the, the people who are teaching their children manners. Well, that starts at home. Not, I'm not going, they go to school with no manners and come home with worse. So it's, it's a whole, like it ties into itself in so many different ways. So I hope I didn't like kind of step on your toes on what I was saying, but yeah. No, I, I think it's, it's absolutely true. And it, it, you know, it's the same vibe that we have and we talk about it and why, um, 
when I first met Cicada and we started talking that I am an absolute fan of what he's building. And, and um, you know, I, I certainly made sure that that our project hold, we, we hold his NFT in, in the Simi's vault. Um, we minted it for our project because we are wanting to build that specialized learning environment, um, you know, just to try it out, to see how it works. Um, our need to make sure that, that we provide a, um, some kind of give back, right? Um, being for uh, and created by neurodivergence for the neurodivergent community, it's important to us. Um, and having that kind of environment, because I remember in 2020, one of the things that my kids hated, and I mean hated with a passion, I couldn't get through five minutes of it, Amanda. I could not get through five minutes of, of it. That Google Classroom, I, I, my eyes glazed over within three minutes. Can you imagine for eight hours? It literally glazed over. All you did was hit a button. There was no interaction whatsoever. Um, that is a debt sentence to an ADHD person. Like I needed that interaction. Within three minutes, I'm sitting there going, what? <laughs> you know, next to my kids, I'm like, no, I can't do this with you. I, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. So, you know, it's one of the reasons why um, I'm a huge supporter of what they're building. Um, and any way that I can help with that, Cicada, just, just, just let me know. Thanks. It's very much appreciated. Uh, honestly, our, our goal is to have, you know, resources. And, and so, for example, let's say we have a chef and then we have somebody who teaches yoga or whatever, you know, plenty of subjects. And basically, we want to provide that. And, and once we have those resources, people would vote for what they want to have access to. And and so, yeah, definitely it can go, it can go to um, specialized education, no matter the... Uh, uh, community it's for um in, in general i think i think it's it's a good way to see things um to have you know the, the the consumer dictates what they want on the market i think it's it's a healthy thing um and and definitely i'm i'm all in for that and it's the same basically for crypto when you buy a crypto and and you have you know since i'm 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 maybe 12 13 years old and especially when we started having streaming platforms, stuff like that, I was always very conscious of what I consumed in the sense that I don't want to give money and time and attention to the wrong things or things that I um, that don't resemble me, if it makes sense uh, in English. I don't know if the term, term resemble means uh, the same in French and English. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I think it's important that we dictate the market. When you buy a crypto, basically you are dictating the market. Okay, you might not have the purchasing power to, you know, make a huge candle, certain, most certainly. But you still can say, okay, I want more of that. I want less of that. And so basically, that's that's how I see things right now. Uh, internally, we don't have any community manager. We don't have any. Uh, I had because. It cost me a lot of money. I put, I put, I nearly put my livelihood on the line. Um, and so uh, the the mint uh, coming right after the you know the Luna that we we didn't get um, uh, the the funding we expected. Um, but right now we kept the technical uh, components active. So we still have our metaverse engineers. Uh, we have three engineers, and we have our our um, lead developer. But we don't have any community manager. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm 
I'm alone on this side, on the operational side. Um, so definitely, definitely stay stay tuned. You're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot of new things uh, very soon, and and we are gonna have our token uh, launch maybe probably half of next month, uh, something like that. And we are gonna incorporate all the uses of the token within the metaverse. So it's gonna be very interesting. Um, but you you probably have seen that on on the Discord there's there, there's no you know team active or whatever. So it's it's not the best. Uh, situation but you know sometimes uh when you don't have uh, the, the necessary funds you have to put them towards what you're building and the long run rather than you know the day-to-day operations um, but hopefully hopefully with the, the launch of the token we are going to be able you know to restructure the team and have the proper um environment uh for all the holders or all the people that are with us but i'm still very you know um I'll pay attention on the Discord. I'm I'm there. I'm easy to contact, and I'm I'm really glad I joined. By the way, and if there's any other space, uh, let me know. I I'd be happy to help in. It's it's always a very pleasant conversation. There's always a lot of topics. It's it's very enlightening. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to the next one. Definitely. Absolutely, can... it'll be my pleasure. Um. Oh, go go right ahead, Amanda. Oh no, uh, maybe I missed it, and I hope I didn't. But. I... Uh, what is the vision to try and like have um, your teacher platform, your student platform? I mean, I know it's all crypto driven. So uh, once you are going to learn something, but how are you integrating like your teacher, your teaching staff, if you will? Because essentially that's what they would be. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure I understood exactly what you asked, but probably. Uh, well, the ideal would be to have a team that is available for that. And we would see with them how many times a week they are available, for instance. And uh, they would get, of course, a compensation depending on the people that vote for them. And so basically a part of people you would use tokens to vote for the teachers. They would have, for instance, they go on the website uh, and they check they have 30 different teachers they select one teacher. They vote for them using the tokens that we drop for uh, that we drop um, to them uh, when they assist to class. They can vote on the next one, and when they vote, basically for each vote, you are, uh, the teacher gets a percentage of this vote. Plus, um, like they are featured on the platform, they are featured on the website. Uh, we are doing, um, we are integrating Twitch Live and YouTube Live on the platform so everything will be recorded and 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 accessible and live um so definitely the the way i see it fits is to not select the teachers and the times but let the people select the teachers so for instance we would say we have okay. two classes a day uh, we have 30 teachers and you can decide on which day you are participating and uh what teacher or what subject you want and so it, it would kind of be a, a free platform where people vote and, and and the people the 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 teacher with the most votes for a certain time would get selected automatically i think that's the best way to do it we are not yet at this point maybe there are things that we can uh make even better uh but but that would be how i see it fit to a a a um a free uh, ecosystem where people can really, you know, select what they want to have instead of us telling them, okay, that's what we have. So you're going to learn this, even though you're not interested okay. in that matter. Mm-hmm. So kind of like pre-recorded and then you do it that in that manner. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's completely oh. live. It's completely oh, nice. live. 
Okay. It's completely live if the teacher can, but what I mean is the process would be, for, for instance, I'm a user, I'm a holder, I'm going to log in our, our website or our metaverse, and I'm going to select the subjects that I'm interested in. And then okay. once I select the subject I'm interested in or the teachers I want to uh, uh, learn from, uh, basically they, they would be automatically selected depending on the number of votes um, and, and, and they would be able to do the class and log in and, you know, just, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if it's clear, if it's, if there's something that's not clear, no, that's I, might, it, that's I can clear. try to. No, very clear. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, I don't know. That, that's yeah. That's what I'm excited uh, about, Cicada, and and I use the educational aspect because remember that's where that's where Simi's interests lie, right? Is is being actively part of when he gets to that stage, doing that specialized education because I would already have people wanting to go log in, pick that class pick that special teacher for that customized learning environment, right? But originally, when I first heard about Hedge Money, um, the conversation was about professionals. So for example, um, and I'm going to put Nelson a little bit on the spot here. <laughs> um, Nelson does his, um, does his YouTube, does his Twitter space, right? But he is also a founder of um, Three Blind Mice Labs, right? Which is a marketing company. Um, and so if I was thinking about coming out with a project um, and I wanted um, to understand what the ground rules were, I wanted to make sure that I am building properly, that I'm looking for a mentor, right? So, for example, Nelson is listed on their website as a professional, right, in the crypto space or as a project mentor in the crypto space. I could then log in, being a holder of hedge money. Um, vote for Nelson to provide his educational content that I can be a part of, right? So it's not just um, the educational aspect where you're learning something. It's also the professional um, speaker in the room, so to speak. Uh, do I have that right, Takeda? Because I remember that being the first part of yeah, most out. most definitely, most definitely. We 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 want to enlarge to also podcast format. So we were thinking about the the. Um, the topics that take place more under the form of a conversation would take place in a specific room that is built for podcasts. It has all the same uses, but it doesn't show the spectators. So there's a room. It's a, it's a big room. You can sit. You can see the other people that are seated. You can raise your hand, ask questions, all of that. And then we have a room that's more for a podcast format where, where people can't communicate, where the spectators, they cannot communicate with us. Let's say you, uh, Nelson, and me, we are seated in the room. People can't talk to us, like in the in the in the uh, conference room, uh, but they can uh, talk with us through the chat, and that would be for the podcast format. So definitely, I think there's room for one and the other. Um, now, how exactly how how we're gonna um, take things from there? We will see. It will depend. We need also to assess how people feel about um, each um, uh, way of, of doing things. And I'm sorry if I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not finding my words. English is not my main language. So, um, but uh, yeah, definitely. I think I think there's a place for both of them. We also would want, and that's uh, more of a personal thing. But I want to try and see if VR can actually be used um, to treat chronical depression that's something on the side 
But what I mean by that is that we are open to other things in the future if we find the evidence that we can provide something of quality and something that really makes a difference we would be open to uh, have that type of uses as well in in a potential separate room where it can be um i don't know is the exact name but you know uh, therapy by colors by sounds stuff like that calming rooms in in a sense relaxing uh, sounds and rooms and all of that I am still studying on, on, on the VR aspect of things, but most definitely uh, we, we, we want to have a various range and professionals and teachers are the um, core of what we want to offer. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will tell you for, for me, Cicada, um, that's actually how we had originally started out on see me. Um, we had um, one of the founders, um, that was her specialty was informatics and um, um, creating this care component in a virtual setting. And then we lost her due to her going um, actively pursuing her PhD. So she couldn't um, give us the time that was needed anymore. But that was a big part of it was the ability in a virtual environment um, to push that healthcare aspect of it. Um, which I have to tell you, I'm super excited to hear somebody else picking picking that up, whether it's just as a side note and you're studying the feasibility of it, because a big part being from the BIPOC community, um, and it's not something that I, I ever considered. Surprisingly enough, Cicada, I didn't, right? It was my daughter. Um, when it was time to schedule her care, um, she was like, Mom, is it is it possible that I can have... Um, a female and can she be a person of color as my therapist? I never considered that that would be a requirement for her to be comfortable in seeking her care. Um, and then after having a conversation with Ramona, um, you know, it is a big part of what people seek for care for that virtual environment of care, right? Um, wanting to be comfortable. Uh, for me, I don't really like getting out. I don't. I, I. I. I hate being outside. I love being in my home. I love being comfortable in my home. And when 2020 happened, that was my year, <laughs> right? I hate saying that because it sounds so weird to others. But but that was my year because now, guess what? You 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 could create those virtual environment kind of care settings, right? I hated sitting in the doctor's office. I hated sitting there for hours. Um, you know, waiting on appointment time. Now I could just do it virtually when I could be doing other things. And when it was time, the doctor came on the, the camera and we chatted and, and that was it. So I think there is definitely a need. I think that need is actually going to increase over time. Um, and when you're talking about chronic depression, um, it's accessibility. That's the key. Yes, I could pick up a phone and, and, and call maybe the suicide prevention line, but it's a phone call. There's nothing there that's bonding me. Now, it becomes a different conversation when I could enter a virtual environment that's designed to soothe um, and help improve the mood, whether it's through colors, sounds, whatever it is. I think you're onto something there, and I really, really hope um, that it pans out for you. Yeah, th thanks. It's, it's a, I was always very drawn to studying about... Um, mental illness as a, a it's a fascinating subject the the brain the human brain and anything that is related to the human brain is extremely interesting 
And we see a lot of innovations regarding that. And usually the answer is way more ground level than what, what we think. And that's why also I think maybe, you know, the worst thing about the screens and about what we consume on the screens is that people feel it's real life because innovation has advanced advanced way faster than our brains. So for now, when you play a game, some people, they, they have a hard time making a distinction between real life and what's on their screen. And, and all of us, it's not only certain type of people, but all of us, we have this to a certain extent. And so I think maybe there's an upside as well that we can use. And maybe we can cure something that's affecting you in real life by using those screens through VR, mostly not, not like, you know, the, the usual screen, the, the monitor, but maybe through VR, I, I think there's a potential for it to, um, at least as an object of study, I think that there's, there's potential for that to be, uh, to be a very interesting matter and, and potentially bring some changes to the way we treat uh, light, um, um, light disorders in a sense or temporary disorders in a sense. Of course, it's, it's not, it doesn't affect um, a long-term or chronic disorder, but definitely I think there's, there's the, the potential for, for this to become uh, more and more used and, uh, and to have really potential, potentially great effects on the people, allowing them to uh, be more relaxed and, and maybe, you know, just free them a little bit from their burden, their day-to-day burden. I like it. I definitely look forward to it. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to do the wrap-up. I don't know if, um, Yomi, if you're able to speak, give me a wave. Um, Danny, um, thank you very much for, for tuning in and, and, and supporting. Um, you know, if either one of you wanted to, to hop up and say one or two words, or Nelson, I know Nelson said that he couldn't. Um, appreciate you guys' support, of course. My lovely pocket cows and, and the slippery fish profile icons down there. Um, really, really appreciate you guys. Um, Cicada, I got I gotta ask because I um, I'm probably gonna gonna DM you. Um, there's some blockchain grants that hopefully um, uh, might 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 be able to help you out. So um, that that chat we have, you're in that chat, right? The one with Yomi. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna reach out to a to a buddy of mine and, um, because I, I I just I would love to see you continue to build. Um, I think. Oh, I will. I will definitely. Uh, the, yeah. Don't don't worry for that. Even though it's a strain, you know. Um, I I truly think there's potential for that, and it's it's. Uh, I want to see it existing. You know, uh, so 100. percent I'm I'm currently doing all you know the uh, revenue model, all the documentation for grants. Because mm-hmm. I'm 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 looking for grants on the outside, so definitely the uh, all the documents should be ready um, potentially by the this Sunday, something like that. So, so nice. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Um, yeah. Any anything that I can do to help, man? Just absolutely. Um, just let me know. I I look forward to it, and I'm gonna keep in contact with you with that group chat that that you'll be creating. Um, always a pleasure. 
speaking with you, man. Missed, missed our, our, our evenings wrap-ups, right? <laughs> when you were doing those sort of spaces. And I, I hear you on the build. Like, uh, and, and, and here, I want, I want you to understand this. Currently, there is a downtrend for Discord. So I don't think it's just you. Um, you know, I went in, I, I said hello in the Simi's Discord yesterday, went back in and I'm going to say hello to myself again today, right? Um, you know, that's that's what it is. But the truth is, um, you continue to build quietly in the background and you deliver a great product. Um, you know, the rest the rest will just follow. I firmly believe that. Thanks. That, that's that's very nice. And, and uh, it was a pleasure talking with you. And and uh, I agree. I agree. And that's why I think the, the, the I had to make a choice at some point. I had to make the choice. Do I continue, you know, to have community management and marketing and and, you know, just build, um, um, you know, the, the community or should I make the choice of keeping the technical um, team um, alive and, you know, the community will come once we have a product that's out. And I, we made great advancements on the, um, on the platform, on the, the metaverse so far. So definitely for me, it, it made sense to, you know, in, the, in these uncertain times where people are checking crypto, I would say more than NFTs, even though there was a spike um, maybe a month ago in the NFT ecosystem, but most definitely, I think it's it's more important to have your uh, product out than your community and no product. Um, so it was a hard choice, but you know sometimes in life you have to, to make a choice. You can't have everything, and especially when it's uh, a matter of funding, uh, there's things that you just can't do. Uh, but but yeah, I'm 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 glad I made this choice, and I hope you're gonna enjoy the the, the metaverse. And if anybody is interested. Uh, to see uh, our progress and what we do, you can have uh, you can find sneak peeks of our metaverse on our Discord, of course. And I agree with you that there's a kind of a downtrend on Discord lately. Um, I think we're going to see in the next two years. I think we're going to see um, social media develop, especially for crypto. Um, Discord was mostly for gaming uh, before. Um, crypto became uh, that huge, uh, but it has become the place of choice for crypto projects and NFT projects. But I definitely think that we are going to see, uh, for example, DSO or other projects uh, gain traction and, and become the new hub for, um, for crypto projects and crypto communities and, uh, and discussion and all of that. Um, so, yeah, you know, you can't have everything. Um, but what's what's most important is that what you do, you do it with honesty, and that you keep doing it. And uh, I think that's that's what counts at the end of the day. Um, absolutely, uh, <laughs> Nocturnal. I see you have your hand up. Hey, Queen, how you doing? Uh, I just want to let everybody know I enjoyed the space. I really enjoy the combo. Um, just I just got to take off. I got some things in the back. Uh, when I got to take care of, um, but I'll, I will definitely join. If you do have any uh, spaces, do invite me. <clears throat> I'm sorry, do invite me, and uh, I will join. And Thank I'll take you. Care I appreciate everybody. that. Appreciate All that. Right. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Yomi, you also um, was able to, to hop up and speak. What's, what's good, love? 
Peace and greetings, everyone. I, I did pop in here kind of late, but I wanted to um, jump on the hedge money um, bandwagon because to to jump on what you were saying about your daughter, I, I would love to have that availability for my own children. It gives them a sense of choice, like they can decide what type of um, individual or possibly even the type of space that they would like to be in. I really like the idea about the common rooms because they are probably the main one hanging out in there. And, and also, um, to Cardi B is the queen of rock. Sorry about that. Some people just got they ain't got no kind of home training. But to um to continue the I, I would love to have like story story time with Yomi in one of their spaces. <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool to actually be able to do that as well. So yeah, I really um I apologize for not being here earlier to hear the other project speak, but Hedge Money, yeah, I definitely have my eyes on you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I hope I hope you will like it. As I was saying earlier, you weren't here yet, uh, but uh, we are going to be testing the um, first version um, on uh, in in around a week, in about a week, maybe next Thursday, next Friday, and hopefully uh, it'll be out for testing after a few adjustments in the second half of the month by the holders and the community in general so we can get uh, their feedbacks as well. Um, so remember, of course, it's only a first version, but it's it's pretty cool so far. We have, um, I think we have three rooms. The fourth is currently building. We have a lobby, a conference room. We have a kind of a meeting room and a socialization space. So I hope I hope you'll enjoy. Uh, it's also, um, it's also, it's a long process. It, it's a long process. I think we made it pretty good so far. I've seen projects that took, you know, one year and a half and we can't even test their metaverse yet. But uh, it's a long process. I hope we will have the dedicated servers and all of that soon. Um, so uh, definitely I, I'm looking forward um, to having you on the, on the server and, and test it out to get your feedback, guys. Absolutely. We're all in for that. We're all in for that. Um, if no one else has um any questions that's 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 our wrap up i wonder if i can convince um amanda to take us out with sound okay. mm. um, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you did this already but um you know you got to give a shout out to the pocket cow because Girl, they... <laughs> that's the first thing i did i don't drag el Toro up to speak and give a pocket cow every update. Time, I heard no. Every time I come every time, see. man. The pocket cows <laughs> rule. You know this. You know this. They you make they, this. they show so much love. You gotta they give do. <laughs> I they do, they do. That was the first thing I did. But let me also point out I am currently cheating on the pocket cows, um, picture wise, picture wise, um, because um I got a picture of an alpaca yesterday. Dude, that alpaca has so oh. much personality. Did that you see alpaca it? was pretty cute. Yeah, yeah I it saw is, it. right? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I was trying to convince El Turo to have a pocket cow dating game. 
Because <laughs> my cow, Mrs. Moonshine, you know, she's a ditty. She also did it, right? <laughs> That's her name. My pocket cow is named Mrs. Moonshine. I know Nelson has a pocket cow. I wonder what he named his. Uh, but I named mine. Um, <laughs> she's called Mrs. Moonshine. And she's very sedity. She's bougie. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> of course, I gave them a shout-out. Gave my buddy Nelson a shout-out as well. Um, make sure I, that... I if see you... Danny down there creeping in the corner. Danny, <laughs> you know what? I ain't even paying Danny no mind because I don't send invite to speak. Danny, Danny just ain't showed me no love. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I the, the first corner. thing I did was send him an invite to speak. He showed me no love. Because you, you know what he's doing. He is yeah. he's like, yeah, I was in there. I was, I was supporting, but I was doing this, that, and the third. Yeah, so you know you got doing. it. You got <laughs> you know, it. You know he won't stop asking right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amanda was, I don't know if she was shy or had Twitter connection problems, but when she chimed in, she was, she was on point and hard-hitting, man. <laughs> I admire Amanda because it's like the chick knows exactly what's happening and I can be stuck on one sentence like what okay did did what how did that work and she comes at the end and she's like I totally followed everything I was on point I had all the you know punctuations and everything the, the I I knew every single letter that he dropped I'm feeling it I'm feeling it. I'm like okay me, me and you need to talk after the call because I need you to break it down <laughs> I heard you're so crazy. I know. I um I like to listen a lot, but I feel like I'm being rude when I I don't like to interject too much because I I want somebody to finish their point. And I told I I was told I need to listen more, so I'm just trying to listen and and absorb. But some things are really uh, uh like a a pinpoint for me that I really feel like there's something that you know I need to say about it. And I try to speak with intent now. As opposed to just, you know, kind of just chiming in, just say, hey, I'm here, <laughs> you know. But no, I've enjoyed this man, this time. I can't, I'm, it's just addictive for me. I'm working literally every time you catch me, I'm cooking something, but it, like I'm working and I'm listening and I'm addicted, like to see what's going to happen next, you know. And so anytime anybody has a, a, a space, I'm like, okay, who's next? Who's next? So <laughs> I don't, you know, have, any projects that are, you know, as far along as, as everybody else. But, you know, I really believe in what we're doing. And I believe that I appreciate you ladies being patient with me and inviting me all and just, just pulling me by my, my baby hairs and, and moving along, you know, and I appreciate it. Well, we absolutely love, love having you. Um, you know, again, it just it, it just goes to show that creating that that sense of value, having a conversation. Um, I stand by that number. Eighty percent buy into the team, twenty percent buy into the product. Mm. Um and, and those big shell spaces are fantastic um for visibility. But to me, um, you know, if I want to get to know a project, if if I want to invest my money with the understanding that um, I need to differentiate whether this is going to be a hold or a quick flip. Um, I need to learn more. So I need more than that five-minute show. I need to know the team. I need to know what's the philosophy, what's their passion and purpose for what they're providing. Um, because my investment dollar is, is, is very, very small, right? Uh, and it's precious to me. Um, and so 
having an environment where you can have that conversation, where you can find out about that passion and that purpose for building, um, it makes the differentiation for whether or not I'm investing um, with the expectation of a return or I'm just investing, um, and I won't even call it investing, I'm just showcasing support. Um, And I think the more that we provide an environment where people can make that distinction, um, it makes it a more inducive place to be, but also a lot less stress, right? Because it's not everything you're going to buy and expect an immediate return on. And I think educating people and understanding on how they make the choices and what they lay before them um, with the expectation, setting the right expectation of what that return can be for them, um, you know, is, is important. And so helping people learn the best investment um, strategy for them or, or, or providing the tools that they can learn and help educate themselves on, on crypto and, and the vast potential that Web3 has. Um, is, is what I'm here for. It's, it's what we're here for. It's what we're trying to do together. Um, and I always appreciate everybody's point of view. Um, and, and we don't always have to agree. Um, you know, my opinion is my opinion, and, and, and I'll say it. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, right? Nobody, nobody's opinion should be valued above anyone else. If it's something that you vibe with, you vibe with. Uh, and that's absolutely okay. It is a safe space for us to all provide our, our point of view on how we see things um, and, 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 you know, how we proceed, right? Um, that's what we're here for. And it's been an absolute pleasure having everyone here with us and showing up and showing that support every single time. So who's taking us out with music? Cicada, do you have a choice? Amanda or Yomi? Who's going to be? Who's it going to be? <laughs> To be honest, I, I only listen to classical music, so I don't think it's gonna be the you know the, the best music to close down with. Ooh, look, well, look, well, dude, I, I think that's no, a great idea. Yeah, I love four leaf, so we. Well, can... then, ah. I, then I would say then I would say, <laughs> Lacrimosa from Mozart is probably one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> So play it for us to go out with, Cicada. Don't be shy. I don't know. I don't know how. How can I? How can I do that? Uh, are you on your phone? Yeah, I'm on, on my phone. Yeah. Oh, you're on your phone. Okay. Um, let's see if I can find it. I can play it from the iPad. Hold on. I like going out with music, um, and I like coming in with music. So let's see. I am in my Apple Music, and who am I searching? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something maybe a little bit, you know, because classical music can can sound pretty. Uh, how to say it? Um, I don't know. I don't have the word in English. <laughs> Where in uh, France did I, you live? Hmm? Where in France? My brother lives in Avignon. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in France. Yeah, I live in uh, Bordeaux right now. Yeah, my I, brother I just, lives there. He I lives in Avignon now. Yeah, hey, France is a pretty cool country. Uh, I'm half yeah. French, so so it's uh, I mm-hmm. I'm always between you know Tunisia and and France. Oh nice. Yeah, he's a dual citizen now. Oh, you oh can my go God! With, uh, 
I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Three Planet Studio popped in. I, I wonder if it's is that my girl? Is that Binks? Um, yeah, that's my alpaca photo. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. See, this is why this is why you needed to be here, Yomi, so you can yell shiny object. Okay, I'm paying attention now, cicadas. My bad. What what song are we going out with? Yeah, see what happens? That's your fault. Thanks for just just popping up like that. Three Planet Studios. Much love. Oh my God, I lost Cicada. I don't know. Sorry, I'm here. My my girlfriend was actually asking me a question. Uh, how can I help you? Uh, the song. Which song? We, what what song are we going out with? Um. Okay. So maybe I'm gonna go with something less epic. I would say um, uh, probably a classic Ave Maria. Why not? Oh, can yeah, be nice. Yeah. What's up, Three Planet Studios? What's good? What's happening? How you guys doing? <laughs> We're about to wrap up. It's all good, man. Um, man, I wish you know what. Uh, I gotta include you in that that. That Discord chat I have with with Cicada with Hedge Money, um, I think that could be a good collaboration there. Yeah, shoot me the link. Shoot me the link. Yeah, I've been stuck in meetings all morning, and then uh, it's beautiful out. I, I know like winter is just gonna slam us out of left field. I think so. I'm trying to touch grass a little bit today, but I keep ending up back in uh, the world of Web three. Can't let go. I, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I virtually touch grass. I'm just saying. Uh, I love looking at a beautiful day from the inside of the house um, versus being outside the house. Right? Yeah. I, I love to enjoy nature safely behind glass. Yeah. Hey, Maria. Yeah, we got a lot of oh. winterizing to do and, and, and prepping the, the funny farm over here for uh, yeah, what's about to come. So. <laughs> Oh, are we, are we, I haven't checked because, you know, I'm not far from you. I'm like 45 minutes away from you. I haven't checked. Are we getting bad weather soon? I know the farmer's almanac says that, you know, it's supposed to be like the movie the day after tomorrow. This one. Yeah. <laughs> so is it true? So, you know what? I, I, and I digress people. So please, please forgive me. Um, tune out if you need to. <laughs> um, but, but here it is. I remember when I first moved from New York to um, Pennsylvania at the time I had moved to um, Bushkill, right? Um, which is right at the tip off of 80, um, exit 309. So it's it's really like um, country setting. Um, and it was like in the, we moved in May and later on that year, uh, we have a skylight um, in the master bedroom on the on, in the loft, right? And I woke up because it sounded like a gunshot. So, of course, I jump up in the middle of the night going, what the? Um, and it was the acorns dropping on the skylight. And so, you know, I asked my well, what's going on? And he says, anytime you hear, uh, anytime the acorns drop, it's going to be a brutal winter. That was in 2016. We lost power for eight days. Um, total snowed in. Um, bullshit you not. That, that was... Uh, we cooked in the fireplace. I had to move one of the mattresses down, seal off the living room area because we had um, really beautiful size 
fireplace and I'd make sure and got a whole bunch of wood so we we were kept warm. Um, but yeah, we cooked in the fireplace. The kids played games to this day. They talk about that experience as if it was a vacation and not like a snowed in, like if we don't get out of here, <laughs> um, you know, we might have to go hunting in the backyard kind of deal, right? Um, they still talk about it as if it was a vacation is one of the best experiences they've ever had. It's like camping in the house. We we suffer a lot of power outages up here. That's why it's one of our biggest issues with uh, running our shows on Spatial is because we have to screen share. And unless I can embed that video like we can do on Hubs or some other platforms and my, my house can burn down and the show still goes on, I don't have that privilege on Spatial. So it's like I got to stay away from anything token gated or anything because, I mean, it could be a beautiful day. And then all of a sudden everything shuts down up here. And it's mm. even with a generator that wouldn't help us with Internet. So, yeah, yeah, we, we camp in the fireplace uh, every now and then, too, over here <laughs> quite um, often. <laughs> before I forget, Yomi, will you do me a favor and can you add Binks to the Discord chat with Hedge Money? Uh, yeah, I'll try to do that. And I have several choices of Ave Maria coming up on Apple Music. We're looking for music. Oh, oh, we're looking for music to go out with. Cicada is shy about his choices for classical music. Um, he doesn't seem to think that we would appreciate it. He's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that. I know that. You know, I will. Every, 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 I'm, I'm just going to let him know that I would. So he's not every, by everyone, himself everyone that, that gets it in my car, you know, every time I, I, I put the contact, I, I turn up the, the, the car and the music starts. Everybody's like, uh, what are you listening to, bro? Well, you know, it's <laughs> uh, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about you. Absolutely. We'll talk about you in, in the DM after. Right, man? Can you believe what, what Cicada had us listening to? But my son is a fan of classical music. Um. So, yeah, I'm not going to knock it too much. I am too. Class Are you? Okay. Yeah, okay. so, Sakita, yeah. you're not by yourself. Well. Don't pay her no mind. It's just her, okay? <laughs> Understand it. It's just her. <laughs> no, it's not just me. Um, Binks, what you got for going out? Going out um, with me? You know, I'm digging through right now. I mean, uh, I got my godfather's band. Um, they have, they started, a. the band's called Electric Rendezvous. And my godfather is Alda Miola. So uh, Electric Rendezvous is one of my godfather's old albums from way back in the day. I, there's a song, um, Race with the Devil on a Spanish Highway. And this is, I think, early 80s, late 70s. And then he did a remix of that with Steve Vai in maybe late 90s or something like that. So now the band uh, that he used, well, it's new members, but... Um, Gumbi Ortiz uh, is the percussionist for my godfather for decades now. So he started this band, Electric Rendezvous, and um, they're just starting to get started. Uh, here it is. Let me, I'll send you the link. Let me see. This is like a, it's a little promo of it. Like it's, or do you want me to just play it? Maybe I could just yeah, play just, it. Yeah, just go ahead. Go for it, man. Uh, let me get the volume back up. Let me see. Rewind. So it's a little more rock style, but from, you know, the fusion, uh, my godfather's the king of arpeggios on the guitar. Um, here we go. Let's see. Uh, ideas are right in front of your face. Mm -hmm. 
life is in front of you and is telling you what you need to do. This fusion music of the 70s and 80s was probably some of the most incredible music that ever existed. Maybe it's time to bring back this music. To take that music now in the 21st century and kind of put a, a new twist to it with energy and young people doing it, interpreting this music. Some of the most exciting music ever written. I mean, all you gotta do is put on some house uh, old music or some of chicks old music and go, oh my God, what are these young people thinking back then, you know? So uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to uh, to perform this music. And I think, it, um, I think people are gonna really like it. So that's a little teaser. So that's Kumbi. He's a master conga percussionist, uh, straight from the Bronx, lives down in Tampa, St. Petersburg. Um, they've got Louis Alisea on drums. He used to be the drummer for Julio Iglesias. They've got Elias Tonas on bass. Um, he is just amazing from South America. Uh he, they, it's, they, there's so many projects that these guys do all together. It, it, I can't even keep track of them. Like every day, I feel like there's a new project, and you'll find one, two, or three of them working on it together. And uh, really cool stuff. So we're we're trying to get that band launched and on the road. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. But they signed. They signed with a label, and I, that's the catch twenty two now with us trying to get some NFTs out of them for this. But we could do all their side. They they pump out music like no tomorrow. But anything thir uh, electric rendezvous, it's kind of uh, off limits right now. Ah, the build. That's 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 what it is. Oh, and um, I guess I could tell Yomi now. Um. <laughs> Ah, be like, see, see, this is what you do. Um, Three Planet Studio is our one-on-one -on -one session next week. Um, yeah, um, with um, with uh, Steezy. Um, that's gonna be a fun, fun ride. I can't wait. What's better than weed? Music, food. You gotta have food. So hopefully Amanda will join us back. Next week, right? So we'll have her for the food. Oh, I wonder if she could do pictures. We could post pictures on, on, on Twitter. So we'll have Amanda with the food um, next week. So we're going to have Steezy, what the fuck, NFT project, um, cannabis related. That's really fun. And, of course, um, Three Planet Studios. So it's going to be exciting. Make sure you guys tune in next week. Um, you know, Binks, we're going to add you to that. That chat on Discord with Hedge Money, I think there's uh, potential for, for a really nice uh, collaboration there that could work really well for you, for the tech part. These, these guys are brilliant. Uh, awesome. Yeah, just yeah. keep us posted. Uh, we did team up with MetaBuilders recently and did their huge uh, launch party in Voxels. And um, yeah, that opened up a whole world for us to really take things to that next level and provide services that we've wanted to provide all this time, just we're not able to. And uh, I've been quite picky on, you know, who's going, who can actually produce and, and, provide you know those services that we need for the artists so yeah more the better more the better at this point 
Love it. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, we know people come and go in this industry, so they come and go real fast sometimes. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. We're all about, you know, trying to find that tight family that, you know, understands we're growing and building together and we can't do it if we don't stick together. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, love that ideology. And of course, the iPad died. Um, so we're just going to blame it on Cicada for picking classical music. Um, the iPad has rejected his choice and died. Uh, so we're not going to go out with any music whatsoever. But I will say this to each and every one of you. I thank you so much for spending this time with us. Um, you know, you can always click on the link in the bio. Um, you, I, I should be able to update this particular episode later on tonight if you want to share it with friends and family. Um, tune in next week, Thursday, same time, same bat channel um, for the same bad jokes but great projects, right? Absolutely adore each and every one of you. Make it an epic weekend um, and peace out. Awesome. Bye, everyone.